Martin, all right, look, yo, 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 what it is, what it do, we are live from Taste Lounge, and this is the Family Meal Podcast, we have a very special guest, um, I don't want to say the whole same thing over, man, shit, give me an intro, give me, a, give me an intro, give me an intro, give me an intro, intro me like uh, you do everybody on the podcast, all right, cool, <laughs> so, uh, we got a very special guest, uh, I mean, she cool people, I guess, she cool, I quit, this 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 is episode twenty three. Um, we we this is for the culture, whether you know it or not. Um, because we got culture, Chris. You know everything she do for the culture. When she wake up in the morning, it's it's for the culture. When she brush her teeth, for it's the for the culture. When I eat, it's for the culture. Uh, if you want avocado toast in the morning for breakfast, she did that one time for the culture. <laughs> I'm just saying. You but know we got we got Christian Myers in the building. You know what's hilarious. Like, Culture Kristen, that was just, like, a hashtag that just was, like, fun to me. I didn't know people really called me Culture Chris. Culture nah. Chris. That's kind of what happened. It was T-Rock. just... T-Rock was totally a joke. It wasn't, like, supposed to be, like, a name. Well, it was just know. a place for all of the pictures that I enjoy taking, like, in different places. And it was just a space for me to go see the pictures, like, in one place and not just scroll through my photos. So I made a hashtag. But it's not a bad it name, took I guess. Off. Like Jace. I did. And Ellie. Until Cardi B and <laughs> Offset named their baby culture and then she took my shine. So. Damn. Nah, you could still be culture Chris though, because I mean people know the little baby, but I don't know nobody. The little baby. baby. I know a little baby too. Yeah. The world knows the baby. <laughs> you don't know none of the babies. I'm not about to go that with you. No. No, you don't know none of the babies, the little babies, the just babies, the bird man. No baby on baby. baby but who? on baby. Baby on baby. My real name is Kristen she J. About Myers. I don't. I don't care about nothing y'all talking about right now because hey, it's about your, me. I'm Kristen Jasmine Myers. Okay. Jasmine. Hey. Kristen J. Myers. That's what Ooh. I like people to call me. So my name. Not, my actual not, name. Not culture. I mean, you can say you that, can but say you know, Chris. people who know me call me Chris. Like who really say, know me. Chris yeah, people who know me for real That's call me stretch. Chris. But Kristen Myers. Kristen okay. J. Okay. Kristen J. Myers. Kristen mm-hmm. Myers. What is what, what do you do? Tell us about you, you know, what you I got live. going on, what you <laughs> And I, I will live. live. And I live. <laughs> oh, We're not hey. We are not. I mean we might, but we not. God damn it. Y'all gotta ask me some questions. Talk, talk I don't know. You, I can't you, just like talk about myself. What do you do? Um, what do you, what do you have going on? Like, what's your what's your profession? You got your start. Yeah, I got my start. Oh, I got my start like following my brother. Actually, the Nero. Like, I just I used to watch him go to all of these different concerts and um, promote for labels. He was like. 14, 15, maybe. And I just thought it was like the coolest thing ever. Like watching him go out to actual concerts and be out until like midnight and my parents actually allowing that to happen. But he was with like, you know, a supervisor, I guess you would call him. But that's like his older brother who kind of like broke him into the industry, so to say. (laughs) But just watching my brother. Like, I just always wanted to be just like him. Like, just like him. I wanted to go to concerts. I wanted to help artists. Um, Then I got a feel for, like, 
being in that space, like being backstage and just seeing everything happening behind the scenes versus like on the stage. So I'm like, oh my God, like this is what I want to be a part of. So that's how I got my start. It was just in my mind first. Um, was it a particular moment? Like, do you remember being somewhere and you were like, yeah, that's it? Um, so I can say it's two moments. First, even before my brother, I was super young. I had to be like maybe nine, eight or nine, something like that. And um, <coughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I had to write this essay to go to a Janet Jackson concert, the Velvet Rope Tour. I, I remember when you went to go see her, maybe yeah. like, well, a year ago, two mm-hmm. years ago, and you Essence wrote this Fest. whole... Oh, yeah. oh, no, it wasn't Essence Fest. It was the concert in uh, New Jersey. I remember reading yeah. the caption. But continue, because yeah, no, people probably don't... So it's crazy, on. because I had to, like... We had to write this essay. Me and my sister, Jade, we had to write this essay. She didn't write the essay. Like, I wrote the essay. <laughs> but <laughs> we wrote the essay to win free tickets to go see Janet Jackson. And it's the Velvet Rope Tour, so... If you're familiar with Janet Jackson, you could imagine, like, Velvet Rope was a pretty, like, sexual yeah. album. Mm-hmm. So, the, at... Just the sexual, <laughs> sexual tour. Like, it, was, yes. it was very, like, we sexual, sexual. Like, <laughs> sexual album. So, it's just hilarious <laughs> that, like, my parents, like, you know, they, like, allow certain things because we just come from, like, a music, very cultural entertainment family, so... Anyway, wrote the essay, won tickets, and my dad took us to the concert. Like, I literally remember remember the exact outfit I had on. It was me and my sister. My mom took us to um, Dillard's, and we had on these blue denim jeans with a unicorn on the side of it. It's like a silver... Like a silver unicorn. It was a huge unicorn on the side of the pants. And then we had on these like white t-shirts and this little belt that came attached to the pants. We were twins. Like it was hilarious. (laughs) But my mom was in nursing school at the time. So I remember her like on the bed with books and like not being able to take us to the concert. It's crazy like how I could just see these images. And then my dad took us to the concert. So... I just remember sitting there and I'm like watching like Janet perform, watching her perform. And it was like watching a circus, like just live on stage. So I'm just like, how is, cause you see this stuff on television. Like, you know, as a kid, you don't think it's like real life, but I'm like, oh my goodness. Like they flipping, dancing, the colors, like. The props, it was just, it was amazing to watch. So I remember telling my dad, like, I want to do that. And I think my dad probably at the time thought I was talking about performing. (laughs) But I wasn't talking about performing. I'm like, whatever that is on stage, like, that's That's what what I I want to do. do. Hmm. Like, and I didn't know how it was created at the time. I didn't know that it was called production at the time. It was just whatever they put on that stage that's what I want to do. And then so, you know, time went by. I'm an adult at this point. Um, graduated from Southern University. I graduated in MassCom, and I thought I was going to be a publicist. But it turns out I hated PR. Like, I was really good at writing. And, I mean, I'm still good at writing, but I just, 
it just was it wasn't for me. And that's the only side to PR that I saw was like writing press releases, and it was all about like what I was taught at the time, like helping to like save somebody's image. And I'm just like, but if somebody's doing something like yeah, horrible, why like, would I want to? You know, like why would I want to make them look like they're not a horrible person? So I just knew. I just knew it wasn't for me. It wasn't fun. I didn't enjoy it. So I'm just like... So was it something that... Like, it was something that played with your moral compass? Yeah. Like, yeah. So to say. So to say. I just... Even with, like, um, going to law school, like, that's what my parents thought I was going to do at one time, too. And I, I was just... I went to a few law classes. I took... Well, I took a few law classes, and I'm just like, this isn't for nah. me either. And, <laughs> like, respect to, like, lawyers because no for real <laughs> what they go through what they have to deal with what they have to remember and Shout know to my dog ashley study uh i don't remember Ashley's last name but crawford ashley crawford shout out to ashley crawford one time for the one time maybe yeah. three or four yeah you know ashley crawford no ashley crawford she um has a law degree but she didn't pass the bar but she was um she defended 100 cases mm-hmm mm. <laughs> where's she from <laughs> where's she from i don't know I don't if she's know from ashley here but she graduated crawford. from Loyola. Nice. Shout out to Ashley Crawford, who didn't pass the bar and <laughs> defended a hundred cases. Seriously, she a few bars on her way to the court. Yeah, because some people just yeah. because you can't pass a test doesn't mean that you don't have the proper education or that you can't represent people or you can't represent your craft or well, what you study. Well, she she's going to jail. Oh shoot! <laughs> I'm about to say okay. Chris took the high road on that one, like. <laughs> Legally, you can't do that shit, Chris. You can't do that. You can't even say that shit. She wrong, Chris. She is wrong. You see why I can't be a lawyer? And she was a public this defender. Is, this, is, this is why. This is, this is why. I think that she cool. That's all. That's all. She, she, she ain't passed the ball, but she was tr- She won some? She lit. I mean, did she win some good cases? She had to win something, hopefully. Maybe, but she was a public defender. Well, maybe she might defend herself. Ooh. Never know. Angela Davis defended she herself. She defended herself. Central Locker. Wait, hold up. Come on. Because <laughs> she's right. not a lawyer. You can't even People self-represent themselves. How can you self-represent yourself, but she can't represent you for you? Because <laughs> she didn't. She didn't pass the ball. You can't. You didn't pass that motherfucker either, though. But you they can represent yourself. They don't even have a law degree. She has a law degree. That's my whole. That's my point. She must the have. System she, is flawed. She, she I think she committing triple crimes. Yeah. But anyway. Shout out to Ashley Crawford for taking the chance. She I'm took a hundred chances. <laughs> Probably more. <laughs> she, she had a hundred tries? But all of that to say, see, it's not for me. It wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. It was not my thing oh, at all. And it also felt too much like PR. It's just like, nah, this is just not what I want to do. And it also wasn't exciting. It wasn't fun. And... So do you can you consider like what I'm getting out of this is you're more of like the doer and the creative rather mm-hmm. than like having to sit down and like do this writing type of stuff like you rather just put it into action. Yeah, than- I yes yes, but I've had to like discipline, and I'm happy you say that because that's what that's what I loved. It was just like y'all can handle all this back in work and the desk work I just need to be in the field I just need to work but when you do that you you like miss so many steps so you limit yourself you you limit yourself a lot because when you have people when you have so many people 
working for you and doing things that you should also be knowledgeable of, that's to me, that's the fastest way to get um, misused, to get taken advantage of. Even if you're not the person that's actually doing the um, logistical work, you still need to know or you still have, you, you should have had your hand in it in some kind of way. So I wasn't that person in the beginning. Like I was so good at it, but I just, it was so boring to me. I'm just like, oh my goodness, I cannot sit at this computer for 12 <laughs> hours. Like who does this? I need to like move. I need to be touching something. I need to be given my direction. Like, but it takes time to get to that level too, because people work hard at these desks. Like they work hard going through paperwork and that's very, very, very important. Like it's it's a process to everything. So to answer your question, I didn't like it in the beginning, but I've grown to make it a part of the art because you can't produce something without going through a creative process first. So just like having a baby, like you can't just, it doesn't just pop up. You have to go through. You have to have sex have first. To, <laughs> <laughs> well that you do you have you do have to have intercourse first and then but you have wrong. to carry this baby for nine months he said wrong and some not nine months but you have to carry this baby and he i've never understand. been pregnant and i don't have a baby but it looks like hard work this is a human inside of you and sometimes you can't sleep somebody's kicking and somebody's moving so that's uncomfortable so it's uncomfortable to go through the pain of it and the process that you don't really enjoy before you get to actually see, actually see like the beauty of it. So to me, being on set is beautiful. Like watching it all come together, having a say in it, having my hands in it is just, it's fun. But before you see that fun, which you get to see on Instagram and Twitter and, you know, YouTube, all these different platforms, like we sitting in the office for about seven months creating this one day. Yeah. Isn't that life? Yeah, it is. Hmm. Like, it is. Spend <sighs> the whole time preparing for but the going, going further, going backwards, because I didn't even, I didn't answer the question. We got into something else. The second moment was after college. It was once I graduated, I was just like, so crazy. Raven. Um, Simone. Thomas, actually. Oh. Shout, my, out. Shout out to Riff. <laughs> my best friend's married. little Shout sister, out. actually. It was Yo, my best friend Josh. It's his little sister. Her name's Raven. She, um, I remember 106 in Park was looking for new hosts. Remember like that? Yeah, It was yeah. like 2012. This is after Roxy and them? Or before Roxy? This, yeah, was, this was after, this was like in the midst of Roxy oh, and Terrence leaving. Yeah. yeah. So they were looking for a host and Raven randomly, like she texts me and she's like, you should audition. Like I could just see you being on camera. You should be hosting. And I'm like, that's not even remotely close to what I, <laughs> <laughs> to what I want to do. But I remember, like, I remember her sending me that message, like not even knowing that I would someday be working at BET. Like I had no, like, thought of BET, no intention, but she put it in my mind. And I think that's how, like, and I was also at the time just, like I said, graduated. I was working with my cousin Fee at the time too. He was managing Kevin Gates. So he would have me like 
on the road with him sometimes and then on video shoots. And I'm just like, this is dope. Like, I like doing this. But I'm like, I don't want to, like, just be on his coattail and just following him around. Like, I want to create something myself as well. So I was just, like, in this space where, like, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Like, I didn't know. I graduated. I'm like, I got to do something, though. Like, I can't just sit around and think it's just going to fall in my lap. And I was just praying on it. I remember writing down, like, God, just show me, like, what you have for me. Like, what's next? And Raven texted me. I don't, it wasn't the same day she texted me, but she sent me a text message just randomly. And I think that's how God always confirmed things in my life. Like, through people, through a book, through, it can be something I hear on the radio. And it's just, like, one word from something that'll just stick out and be like, ah, okay, I, I hear you, God. But she texted me. And I'm just like, I don't want to be a host. But, all right, cool. So I also wrote down, like, I want to work at BET. I forgot I wrote this down, by the way. (laughs) Like, I completely forgot. After I wrote it down, I forgot about it. And so I'm still, like, doing my thing with Fee, like, just kind of working with him. And I just, one of my um, homeboys, Duke, he loves, like, um, the Christian Louboutin store. So he's just like, hey, you want to go to New York for me? They have a new men's store that just opened up. And he was like, this would be your graduation present too. Like, I'm proud of you. And I'm just like, a free trip to just go <laughs> look for shoes for you? Absolutely. Yeah, I'll go. <laughs> like, yeah, say no more. And then at the time, one of my um really good friends who's like a brother to me, Ruben, he had just got drafted to the Giants. So he was in New York as well. So um, me and my cousin, Kiara, she came with me to New York, actually. She was just like, oh, you going to New York? Like, I'm coming. So I'm like, yeah, it's like, a, like let's just go. We have a- I've been trying to get on the podcast, but we ain't going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah. So we um, went to a 2 Chains concert that night in the House of Blues, got on the plane early the next morning, Landed in New York. This was my second time in New York at that time. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, just seeing the buildings and the lights and, like, just the fast-paced movement. I'm just like, I don't think I could leave here. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, I don't think I could leave this place. Like, for real. It was just the taxi cabs and, like, everything. Like, all these billboards and people. I'm just like, this is, like, this is where I'm supposed to be. But again, I'm not like sitting on it trying to figure out like how can I stay here. It was just kind of like, dang, I can see myself living here. Mind you, I packed like three suitcases and I told him to just book me a one-way flight and I'll let him know when I'm ready to leave because my homeboy, he lived there. So he's like, could stay with me. Like I'm not tripping. Nobody live here but me and I'm at practice half the time. So cool. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to just... Come and just hang out and chill. Shopped for him. Um, we went around New York. My sister wound up like flying out there too. So me, Jay, Kiara, we just like in New York, like just like <laughs> like just like vibing. Like it was so much fun. Like we in Times Square until like two in the morning, like just shopping and like we super young at the time, you know. So anyway, um, how long did you say they leave? Oh, they. So left this you. is like this is. About four days in. Okay. So the fifth day, like they left on like the fourth day. So like the fifth day, 
which is one of my favorite numbers. I'm from the fifth ward. I knew that was coming so, up. I would say something <laughs> myself, but you called it. Go ahead. Thanks. That's right. <laughs> so literally, like the fifth day, I'm out there. Um, my friend Vernon, like another one of my homeboys, he texts me and he's just like, "Yo, come to um." Come to BT, like come see the 106 in Park studio. And I'm like, mm. it's crazy. I never been to 106 in Park Jeez. ever. So I'm just like, I'm coming. Wow, I'm coming for <laughs> sure. I'm coming. I'm like, dang, let me not get this flight tonight. Like, let me just kind of stay. So next morning, I literally get dressed as if I'm going to an interview. I, I would never, like, never forget this day. I have a picture actually. Um, the day that I was going there, I took a picture in the mirror, but um, I'm just like, I don't know what's going to come out of this. Like, I don't know, but I'm like, if I'm going into like BET, I'm going in there like, I need people to know like, I'm I'm here from New Orleans, (laughs) I'm ready to work, (laughs) it's like, whatever. So You didn't even move this light? (laughs) Right, right, right. And I know how to do so much of it, so I'm just like, but at the same time, I don't know what's about to happen. (laughs) I didn't know what was about to happen. So I get there and Vernon like showed me around, like I'm looking at the studio and it's crazy because it's like, it looks so much smaller compared to what you see on television. And I'm like, they've been creating this like (laughs) illusion the entire time. Yeah, but it was still so dope because it's like cords everywhere and then cameras and lights and audio equipment. And then it's so many people moving on set and it's just like, okay, I need the audience to start clapping now and I need this. And it's like, it's like a beautiful chaos. And it's just kind of like, how can this one thing be created from all of this movement and then nobody sees this. Like nobody sees what's happening back here. All you see is action. Hey everybody, it's Terrence and Roxy coming. Like that's all you see on camera. But I'm watching like, oh my God. Foolishness. <laughs> These people are really creating <laughs> this one moment. So I'm just like, I gotta be a part of this. Like I have to be. So he's walking me around the office and like, we sit at his uh, desk, and I'm just looking around, like, they're in cubicles, and everybody just looks so vibey, and they just, like, working and talking to each other and writing scripts and, like, working on budgets. I'm just like, Vernon, what the hell do you actually do? Like, <laughs> what do you do up here? And at the time, I think he was, like, a um, production associate or something like that, but he was in production management. So... We sitting at his desk, like he just kind of like talking to me about New York, talking to me about BET. And then this lady walks over to talk to him. Her name's Danielle Carrington. She, at the time, she was um, the former president, Stephen Hill. It was his executive assistant. Of course, I don't know any of this. I'm just looking at everybody just moving around and talking to each other. So Vernon's like... Um, I see him like pointing behind my back, but I didn't know like what he was doing or like I could have, I'm thinking he like, oh, you know, I'm talking to my friend or whatever. So, um, she leaves and he's like, Hey, I want to introduce you to the lady that just walked off. Her name Danielle. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I go back there and he's like, this is Danielle Carrington. She's like the executive assistant to Stephen Hill. So she was like, hi, nice to meet you. And like, I sit down and we just start talking and she's like where are you from I'm like New Orleans and she was asking me like what I do and I'm like at the time like nothing really I just graduated and just kind of figuring it out so 
she was like, well, we have like a few shows coming up. So I'm like, all right, like that's cool. cool. Like, that's tight. That's dope. What you telling me for? Right. So she was like, I mean, are you like going back to New Orleans? I was like, well, I don't have to, but I'm like, I don't have to if you like telling me I can work. So she was like, well, it's, um, Hip Hop Awards in a couple weeks. Like right now, I'm working on um, Terrence and Roxy's uh, going away party. So she was like, and I need you to find gifts for them. Like if you can just help me find parting gifts. So I was just like, all right, cool. I'm like, she was like, you know this is an interview, right? I was just like, no. (laughs) Like not at all. I mean, I dressed for this, but I really wasn't prepared for this. If you stay ready, you ain't never got to get ready. Ever, ever. But it's ever, different. Like, you can ever. be ready, right? Like, she knew she was ready. Like, I dressed because I know I'm going to get something, mm-hmm. you know. But when it's when it happens, it will be like, this shit not real. Right. Yeah, it wasn't. Because I guess you never really think you that ready. I don't think you right. never ready. Right. is that much credit. Even if, I mean, you could prepare your whole life. But when that moment comes, realistically, no matter what it is, you kind of like, oh, shit. God damn, we here. Fuck, I knew yeah. it was coming. I've been working for this my whole life. Right, yeah. right, right. Uh, and then to you think, get into it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And it, it's just this thing that I've, I remember hearing Master P say before, dress the way you want to be addressed. And I heard, like, he said it a long time ago. Hmm. It's when he was coming out with his own network and I saw an interview. This was, like, probably during the hurricane, actually, like, 2005. 2000, yeah, like, 2005. And... He was working on a network, I remember. He was trying to launch something. And I remember watching the interview, and he was like, dress the way you want to be addressed. And that's just something that always stuck with me. So sitting down, talking to Danielle, and she's like, yeah, I have a few production assistants, but Steven's looking for somebody to kind of like be a part of his team. And I'm like, Steven, like, Hill? Like... (laughs) that's Steven so she was like and I need a lot of help like it's so many shows that I work on and like she's telling me a lot about what she does so she was like I have hip hop awards I have Terrence and Roxy going away party then right after that it's um Rip the Wrong Way it was the last Rip the Wrong Way and then BET Honors it was just like a bunch of shows Mm -hmm. coming up back to back to back so they're like you can work in the office as a production assistant and then you can go to these different shows so at the time, she's like, you have to, like, be able to get your own flight, own hotel. Like, you have to, like, have, you know, take care of your own expenses, yeah, basically. I have no money yeah. at, at this time, by the way. No money. I, only the money that I made from just working through college and, like, but it's money that I saved up and then some money my parents gave me just to, like, go out of town. So I would say maybe... Less less than seven hundred dollars in my pocket. That's, like this is all one, of the money that one, I have. Like, like one hotel to thing. my name, like to my name. That's if you get a good flight around this one. Right. I mean, New York ain't bad, but sheesh. And then keeping my, I didn't buy my flight. Like this was a free trip. And then my my homeboy Duke, he also put money in my pocket just to go there, like just to go and shop for him. So he was like, whatever you don't spend on the shoes, like just keep it. And I'm telling you how God work. He really position people in your life because he already know what he's about to do. So he put people there to get you to where he's trying to take you. And I know all of these people that I'm naming, 
everybody was everybody was placed. Like none none of this was by coincidence. So, um, I'm just like, all right. One, I can't afford a flight to go to Atlanta to work at Pop Awards. <laughs> and I'm just like, all right, I don't know if this is really about to happen. The Terrence and Roxy party was in like two days. So I'm like, all right, I already have a place to stay. So I know I can stay and work that. And then she was like, oh, you get paid at the time. How much were we? $125 a day as a production assistant. So I was just like, okay, that sounds great to me. Even though like as a bartender in college, I was like, I was making $125 in like 20 minutes. Like, you know, so just, I was just like, but whatever. Like, I don't care. I, I'll i take $10 a day for this. Like, so I'm just like, all right, I don't know how I'm about to do this. But like, I had already told her, yeah, I don't have to go back to New Orleans. And I'm like, I, I'm down. I can, I can work. <laughs> Mouth writing checks. Right. <laughs> right. So I'm just like, oh my goodness. Like, what the fuck am I about to do? $700. I mean, literally. Like, less than that. So I call my parents and I'm like, I call my mom first. And I'm like, Ma, I call my daddy on three way. So she was just like, You all right? What's going yes, on? I'm like, Yeah, I'm all right. I just need to tell y'all something. So I'm like, Look, I just had this. <laughs> I have a set of then I like I just have this conversation with them. I told them what happened. I'm like, I'm not coming home. So my dad is like, What? Like, you're not coming home. I'm like, no, I'm not coming home. My dad, the fuck you gonna do out there? It ain't even like no guaranteed job. Like, you know, so I'm just like it's not guaranteed, but they got shows back to back. He was like, you don't even know what that means. Like, I, what the shows back to back mean? Like, you know, so I'm like, I don't know, daddy, but I'm I'm staying. I'm not coming home. My mom, my mom was lit. Like, if my mom could have put me on a plane right then and there, she would have been like, come home now. Like, now. But my dad, he was just like, you know, all right. All right, we'll just see what happened. So then when my dad said that, my mom was just like, she backed off. all right, well, you know, just... Kristen, where are you going to stay? And I'm like, well, Ruben out here. And she's like, yeah, but you can't stay with Ruben for daughter homeless. <laughs> basically. Basically. My baby living out of a suitcase. The fuck you doing? How Kristen is she homeless? I'm like, I'm going to figure this shit out. Like, I'm going to figure it out. Then, she probably busted Jay room. Your sister homeless. <laughs> right after that call, like. I think I called my brother. I called Dominique, and I'm t- like telling him the Niro. I'm telling him like, bro, I'm about to work for BT. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, yeah, I'm like that's why. Like, don't don't come home, stay out there. Like, tell me what you need. <laughs> he ain't with it. Yeah, he ain't with it. He with yes, it. He was like, talk to my mom and funny. my daddy, and I'm like, yeah, my mama don't really want me to stay. He was like, I'm gonna talk to her. I'm gonna talk to her. So uh, my dad is like literally anything. My brother is like. Do it, do it. I got you. I'm, I'm gonna be down here and make the money for you. Just do it, like just do it. So, I get through that hurdle. I'm just like, all right, I'm here. I'm staying. I call my cousin Fee. So I'm like, I call him Fat. We all like our family call him Fat. I'm like, Fat. Look, I got this opportunity to like do some shows for BET. I was like, but they saying I gotta like fly to Atlanta myself, and I can't afford to fly to Atlanta. So he just like. I got you. Like, I got you. Whatever you need. He was like, I got it. He buy my flight to Atlanta. And um, 
from there, it was like, I get to Hip Hop Awards. Yo, I was like, what the fuck? Like, what is this? Like, what is this? Is celebrities everywhere? Is the state? Is literally everything that I saw Janet Jackson doing on that stage was happening, and I'm a part of this. I'm sitting next to the president of BT. I'm working for him. I'm working for him and his executive assistant. I'm running tickets for them. Like, he's like, well, I need this ticket dropped off. This is for um, Mary J. Blige. Like, it wasn't Mary J. Blige, but, like, it was an artist. Like, he was, this is for this person. I need you to drop this off at the hotel. It's three tickets. Make sure. It, like, I'm just like, I'm walking around with these people. Tickets in my head. <laughs> like, I'm in charge of if you can sit in these I'm seats or not. Kind of. I'm in <laughs> no, but, like, responsible. So, it just, I took everything that he needed done. When I tell you I took it so serious, like he wanted juices. <laughs> I when Juice I was going life. to get like ju- he was juicing like that. Juicing at the time. Like, we don't have pomegranate. <laughs> you gonna get me some motherfucking pomegranate? Yo, he was juicing at the time, and this is something I learned. He juiced before like award shows, and he doesn't cut his hair. So, you can look so no, it's just like. It's his thing. Like, it's That's his thing. Go, like, it's I'm his creative to, process. People I go to events, so I yeah. can look slow. So, it was just... It's nothing about being creative. I'm trying to look dime and top of the line. <laughs> T, you gonna stop with this hot girl shit. You gonna stop <laughs> with this hot girl, girl shit. Come up! This hot girl shit is getting out of hand. He's so fucking jealous. He's hilarious. He's jealous. They got no, I see you got your gray sweatpants on today. Oh, Uh-oh. Man. I like them. What the fuck? We need to hear no there. Uh-oh. Fuck? And so I hear that. Yeah, you hear that? You hear that? You hear that? You hear that? Birds are chirping. <laughs> I can't believe she just said that. <laughs> I am shocked and appalled right now. <laughs> I'm not shocked. I feel like I am. Was that sexual? <laughs> I think so. I think that's what just happened. <laughs> I can't fucking kiss shit. I hate her. But, yeah. It was just anything as small as, like, I need you to go pick up five, like, um, press juices, and I'm just taking that shit so serious. It was the most important job to me ever. Like, so I'm just, I'm just working. I'm just excited to just be there and just be in the midst of it and work for him, work for Danielle. And I'm like, it was so much responsibility he gave me. I had never worked in production before, mind you. Like, not in that capacity. Like, backstage at a concert to me didn't really count. I was just, like, with my cousin, holding the VIP wristbands, you know. So I guess I did, but this is just kind of like a whole nother level of it. And he had me holding his script book. Like, this is the script to the entire award show. And then... We'll never forget this. Mike Epps. Mike Epps was the host this year. Epson. This was my first ever, first time ever being on a red carpet. So, Steven's like, Kristen, I need you to um make sure Mike Epps gets down the carpet and gets to the stage like on time because we start the show in 30 minutes. So, I was just like, yeah, I got it. I got it. Never been on the red carpet. Don't know the first thing about what media outlets Mike Epps need to go to or nothing like that. And I'm thinking like, all right, I'm going to get in the car with him and then somebody's going to meet us. 
Nobody met us at the top of the car. <laughs> I was like, what solo. is happening right man. now? So I just went, go for what I know. Like, I didn't see artists, like, have to be moved from point A to point B. So I'm like, I know how to do that. And it's just common sense stuff to me. Like, And then I'm from New Orleans. Like, I'm going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. We know how to survive. And we get on the carpet. I'm like watching everybody else, like all of the um, the um, the talent escorts. I'm watching them just kind of walk people like to different media outlets and moving them along. I'm just like, all right, I got it. What I'm gonna do? <laughs> got it. So I'm just moving them right along, like TMZ, and then I'm just like going with it. And he's just like, all right, I don't want to talk to nobody else, right? And I'm like, all right, cool. Come on, let's keep walking. Let's go take <laughs> a picture in front of the car. Like, yeah. Rolling him and his wife, and just we just like going to the media outlets. I'm like, all right, well, we only have about 20 more minutes with him. Like, I'm moving him, got him back in the car, backstage, back to the stage on time to start the show. Enough time for him to like go chill, relax. And Steven's like, how did it go? And I'm just like, it was great. Like, it was great. So he was like, all right, cool. We're about to start the show. You can watch it from over here. He stands me like at the director's table with him. I don't know why all of this is happening, and this is my first time on the show. Like, first time ever working this production. First time working with him. And it's just like, you know when people take a chance on you. I don't know what he saw in me. I don't know if he's seen anything at all. Like, but it was more... People feel your energy. Like, people feel people you. Like, like people okay. know what they can give you and what they shouldn't allow you to do. So, like, after, like, after the show... So yeah, award show happened after and that. You a lie. You didn't even bring no damn. They didn't even look over your um resume. resume. I don't even know if you telling the truth. Nothing. You say no background check, nigga. No. No background check. They well, did ask for my resume and I'm like they did check to make sure I graduated. What did you want, sis? What you want? I'm gonna put on the same. <laughs> I'm going to the White House. You need it's to put. On, you need to ask Ashley Crawford what the hell she was wearing. <laughs> I'm gonna put that on. Send me the picture. She probably had that. Send us the picture. She probably Listen. had that that, that, that same that that bang bang all red joint. I can see Ashley in that. Stop saying you love that picture. I, nice I just picture, posted it Saturday. That you been stalking. Nice I, I I think I liked it. Then I went back to it yesterday. I like man. And tried to like it again. You only like it once. On I, I don't like it. <laughs> Get yourself together. I'm I'm all one. You can't really go liking that unlike somebody picture. The picture. You could. Don't do she that gonna though. send us the picture? That's weird because it's gonna show up twice. Like he just like I think it would. Like, it's the same picture. I don't know, but I'm gonna send y'all the picture. Actually, I'm gonna send y'all the picture so you know, this could be like the photo of. That's the, what I'm gonna say. It's gonna be the cover. Of, no, I'm gonna edit the piss out. It's that. gonna be the cover. No, that's cool. I'm gonna have you. Don't throw it on shot. Like on the, huh? no. Yeah, yeah, on, on the red carpet <laughs> with Mike Epps. Like, what the fuck? Oh, you wait, no, I got it. Go find the picture if you could do it. Go find the, oh, the set of 106 and Park. Put her on the stage. <laughs> Hip Hop Awards 2012. Hip Hop Awards 2012. That was the show. All right. Put but, her on the, Put Steve yeah, yeah, on that too. And Steve Harvey. And Mike Harvey. Epps. Epsy. Anyway. And Master P because you got a dress for success. I just want P to say, uh, <laughs> one more time. Though. I feel like Master P ain't say, uh, in like 13, 14 years. You looking over while you rattling that bag. Yeah, you messed up. I was sounding over here. I mean, uh, she got old fools. It was old fools, huh? I see you. Y'all are I see your true colors shining. Vocals. In the arms of <laughs> <laughs> You don't worry about me. I don't know 
the lyrics pass, I see your true colors. <laughs> but that was it. Like that first show, I was like, this is the rest of my life. This is it. This is the rest of my life. What I want to do. And like, I knew it. Home. I felt That's it. Today. Never came home. Them $700 turned into lots of thousands of dollars. And I never came home. I moved from New York to Miami. I was at a talent agency in Miami, Total Access Talent. Another woman who took a chance on me, Melissa Sesum, she owned um, this boutique talent agency, moved me to Atlanta. I mean, to Miami, I'm sorry. She moved me to Miami, and she was, at the time, she was representing... um, Rick Ross and like most of the MMG artists. So nice. I learned about talent booking like from her on a different scale, something I was helping my cousin out with as well. That happened. Then Miami was like crazy. It was crazy. It was fun. It was a lot of work, but a lot of play as well. Everything was a party. Everything. My whole life was a party in <laughs> Miami. Every, like, and people visited me to party, but then I got to go to work on Monday. And <laughs> they still live in Lil Wayne, like live on Sunday, King of Diamonds Monday life. So I'm like, I can't, like I cannot. But Miami was so much fun. It was fun. Then I had to come home because it was just like a lot happened in Miami. I think that was like my real introduction to like how this industry really is. And it'll like chew you up and spit you out. And that's... That's what happened to me in Miami. It was so much fun. But at the time, I'm, like, so passionate about, like, just working with artists and, like, helping build their careers. And we were managing a group at the time. And it was just a lot that I didn't know about certain relationships and the companies. And, again, I'm young. I'm, like, you know, I'm just I'm just ready to work. I'm ready to get it. I'm ready to help build careers. Yeah, so... It's a lot of mistakes that I made. It's a lot that, like, I feel like I could have been taught in a, you know, in a in a better way. And it was just a, it was a learning, it was a learning um, process for me in Miami. And I'm just like, I'm so happy to go through like certain things in the industry because it's tough. Like, it's not, it's not all jets and planes and tour buses and bottles and clubs like it's not all of that it's like real it's work it's work is a mental like it's you have to be mentally grounded did to be around to, a lot of that did you ever get it to a point where you were like i'm done yeah when i left miami i came back to new orleans well baton rouge at the time because my family was still there and i was just like I don't want to do this no when more. When was this? Um, 2013, the end of 2013, 2014, somewhere around that time. And I was like, I don't want to do this no more. How did I you start like, feel, like, how did that make you feel? Because this is something that you love. Right. Right. And it's, right. you you started loving it when you were nine, probably before, but that's mm-hmm. when you do. And now you to a point where you, how old are you? At the time, I was like 23 or something like that, 24. Yeah. So it was about 15 plus years. Yeah. And then you were ready to give it up. Yeah. I was like, um, I don't want. And as you know what it was, it was working so close with artists. You see a different side of things. Like you see, 
you literally are a part of their everyday life. Like you're a part of their contracts, you're a part of their personal life, you're a part of their family life. Like you just you so you so deep in it, and it becomes it becomes your life sort of. Um, and I guess I never I didn't think about it like that at the time. Like because it was all I wanted to do. Like when we started managing this group, and then I'm like damn, I'm like actually executing Rick Ross contracts. Like, you know, and Bruce. we get to book Wale and, and I get to work with French Montana and be on tour with Meek Mill. Like it was, I'm just like, damn, like these, like this is everything that I've always wanted to be a part of. And it wasn't so, it wasn't for me like being around the artists. It wasn't that because I've been around like artists since I was a kid. It was more like I want, like I see holes in people's career or like people creative processes and I know I can bring things to the table. Like I know I have great ideas. I know how to follow a process. I know how to help produce things. So it was more like, dang, I see how you can build this. Like I want to be a part of that. Like I want to be a part of the growth. I want to be a part of when you make this big record or when you go on this big tour and say like I helped contribute to this like I help I was a part of this process and it was always about that for me so I took it serious like I took it so serious to the the point that I was working for somebody's company but it wasn't my company you know so they're able to treat you a certain way and they're able to handle you how they want to handle you really because they own it it's theirs it's theirs and I wasn't working at, you know, I I was fresh from BET where I'm working with artists, but it wasn't hands-on so close. I'm working more on the production side of things and the back end and like producing shows versus now I'm like helping to book artists for tours. And I'm like talking to their managers and talking to promoters and getting them on tour buses and getting them to these cities and dealing with their riders and like moving their family around and you know all of these different things that I'm and listening to albums and like before they even come out like having to go through a rollout and how can we make this rollout work on the road like all of these different things and I'm just like I'm really young doing this when I think back on it but I treated it as if it was mine like and I did but it wasn't it wasn't for me the company wasn't for me the projects weren't for me the music wasn't for me and I treated it as if it and it's also an upside to that too because so many of the opportunities that I've been blessed with is because everything I touch I handle it as if this was my part like this is something that I own and it's like it, it's a different respect that I get from a lot of people because I've built myself where people can actually trust me like, if you turn your back, you know I'm going to speak highly on your behalf. I'm going to say things that I think you would say about yourself. Like, I study people. Like, I know what you what you want, what you don't want. Like, what would make sense for you, what doesn't make sense for you. Like, I, t- I take it serious. And it's a, lot of, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of patience. But that Miami, it, it really... And then... Also, Miami was very, um, it was very spiritual for me because I was there by myself. 
like they moved me there. I didn't know anybody. Well, at the time, um, <laughs> Casey, she's like an older sister to me. She was there. She's a traveling nurse, and but she had took another job um, out of town, so she was only there for like a few weeks. And um, yeah, like so, like when she left, it was just me. Like it was me and my boss, who I, you know, I didn't really know much about her, and. It wasn't like she was my friend at the time. Like, we're really, really close now. But at the time, like, this is just my boss. It's a lady who took a chance on me. And I was just, I was reading more than ever. Like, I spent so much, all, um, amongst all the fun I was having, like, I was on the phone with my uncle, my uncle Wilbur. Um, he passed away last year, two years ago. But... I was on the phone with him all the time, like asking him about stuff in the Bible, asking him just like to pray for me, how to pray, like just, and he would always tell me it's not so much about how to pray. Like it's about talking to God, like the same way you were sit, I'm sitting in this conversation, like having a personal relationship with him. That's why I built a personal relationship with God in Miami. And so it was a lot, like it was a lot. It was that, then when you're doing that and you're trying to work in this industry is like you playing tug of war yeah. like you know so it's like you watching things happen and I'm like saying certain things that I shouldn't be saying and I'm like trying to help situations that I should not even have my hands on not because not in a negative way but just putting myself in things that is just like is not my place to be a part of and a lot of stuff backfired on me a lot of, and not everything was other people's fault because I take responsibility for a lot. You know, that happened as well. Like, I've made a lot of mistakes. and But I've talked, like, had conversations immediately about different things. And like I said, it was just a learning process. But after that, um, the uh, Melissa, she let me go. She was just like, you know, this is going to be, like, your last week working for me. And I'm just like, What? Like, what What did I do? Like, I literally, like, tried to help your whole life. And so it was just a lot. It was a lot going on. And then um, I moved back to um, Baton Rouge and cried to my mom. Like, just like, I don't want to be a part of this no more. Like, I just, I want to go back to working, like, at LSU in the football office. And, like, just, I just, I don't want to be a part of the music industry. I don't want to be a part of entertainment, period. And, um... Yeah, it was this. It was a. It was a challenge. It was a challenge, and it was a challenge. And then, what made it? What made you go back? My mom. My mom. She um. She let me have my moment. I stayed home for a few months. Uh, it was twenty fourteen, New Year's, like uh, New uh. January, yeah, January 2014, and she was just like, all right, like, what's next? Like, you know, you can't just, like, sit around here, like, you know, what are you, what are you going to do? And at that time, like, I had money saved, so I'm just kind of like, I'll figure it out, but I'm also, like, running out of money because I'm not making it the way I was making it. accustomed to making it. So I'm just spending, 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 not investing it, not like spending it on the right things. It's just everyday life, like just living. Then I'm back home, so I don't have rent to pay. Like I'm living with my parents, excuse me. And then, um, so February 
2014, it was just like, I got this feeling like just reach out to Dion. Dion Harmon, she's a producer. She works for Jesse Collins Entertainment. They also work very close with uh, BET. And at the time, I met Dion through working for Steven. Like, Steven and Jesse, they work really close together. Dion was, um, I think she was Jesse's assistant at the time. Now she's freaking producer, amazing producer. But I reached out to her, and she, uh, she was just like, there might be an opportunity for you to work on at the time, they were bringing Soul Train back, but it was like Soul Train, the series Soul Train, and Nick Cannon was going to be the host. So, again, I'm just like, all right, maybe I can go, you know, take another shot at this. And my mom was like very, very like encouraging. And it's so crazy because as a parent, like you, when you see a kid, I could imagine, but when you see a child go through so much you want to protect them and that's that was her every intent like to protect me like I don't want to be a part of it anymore she's like all right you don't have to be she's saying this but she's also pushing me back in that space because she knows it's what I love yeah she know you're not like you're not gonna be happy we if this we fast forward those five years later and like six years later if you wouldn't be doing this I'm sure you'd be like damn I regret that right and I think that's as crazy because I stopped running track. And that's the one, I don't have any, I don't have any regrets in my life. That's the one regret that I have. Like, that's how I feel about basketball. Yeah. That was the one, like, I wish, like, my mom, because I'm an only child. So she, she would push me, but, like, not too much. Because it was that, like, if she don't want to do it, then I'm not going to make her right. do it. I remember I got to Marshall, and I was on the basketball court, and, Coach Addison, they called, they called my mama, and they were like, you you got to make a play. And she was like, she don't want to, so I'm not going to make her do it. Right. And I wish that she would have been like, like yeah, let's like, <laughs> let's do it. Right, right. Yep. I'll be winning championships right now. We wouldn't even be on no, no Family Meal podcast. You kind of made your way to it to talk about your basketball career. <laughs> but you never know. You never know when something is meant for you. You always make it. You're supposed to be in front of this mic. You're supposed to be. Not me. So. <laughs> but what you was doing? Taking a shit? I'm sorry. That's totally off the wish going. Where did you go? Exactly. Welcome back. To the family I was like, I guess, listening on the slick. Were you? And then taking my time. Just like, oh, that's interesting what they're talking about, I guess. And then my lips was chapped. <laughs> this guy. Disgusting. Yeah. So I went to LA. I hit my friend Gabby up. We were both production assistants for Steven. And she had just moved to Shout LA. out to Gabby. Sh- big shout out to Gabby. I don't know who that is, but hey. Doing what? E L L E. Her name's Gabrielle. Oh, I was like, oh, wait, what? what? <laughs> shout out to Gabby. Her name's L. What? No, her name is Gabrielle. <laughs> oh. Some of us who are very close to her call her Gabby. Y'all just took the whole fucking front out. Just Gabrielle. Nah, fuck all of that. Just L. <laughs> all right. I watched Stranger Things last night. She had an event company, too. She's just like lit. But she had just moved to L.A. She was working at Revolt. 
and she pretty much like she helped not even pretty much she was a part of the launch of revolt so mm. shout out to revolt um if y'all want to sponsor us if y'all want to hit us up y'all want to holler at us shout out to l you definitely should <laughs> l holler at your boy and your girl holler at us and jace too he up there jace, he right there you got the zoom in you got the they might have a glare <laughs> So she was in LA at the time. Dion was like, "You'll be um, a production assistant in the talent department, like, and working close with the stage managers and everything." I'm like, "All right." So I'm like, "Mom, I'm going to LA for a little while," and I'm like, "You know, I'm I'm gonna just go work this show, see how it is." And she was like, "All right, like you going, like you know, it's cool." So and my my siblings, they just I mean, they pushed me in every part of life. You about to go to L.A.? Shit, yeah, you about to go to L.A. Let me tell you what the fat was. We go to L.A. This too. bag right here. Let's bring them socks. <laughs> and them bitches cold. Yeah. In the, like, the start, like, launching of their careers, like, as rap artists. And they just like, man, we about to be out there in L.A. Like, you know, so you get your apartment. And so they like, yeah, go. Get to L.A. Get to LA. I'm on set. Two days. I think a day and a half, maybe, because the first day was just like introduction, come and see the set. Second day was work. Third day, I get an email in the morning. Hey, unfortunately, NBC decided to drop. Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) And this happens. This happens in production. I'm like. They decided to cancel it. They just weren't moving forward with the um, production anymore. And I, don't, I still don't know to this day. Because I was just like, Nick Cannon as the host of Soul Train, the series. Like, it was about to be, The stage was built. It was just like, and like, only thing that was missing was actually putting the artist on the stage. Damn, they must have saw so, his, they must have saw his term and little thing he be wearing. His little so, single mother thing he be wearing. It's like, what? <laughs> like, I uprooted my life. Like, this was about to be right. two month production. And, you know, in my mind, I'm like, all right, two months in LA is nothing but work out here. Jesse's probably going to keep me on board. I'll figure this out from there. And Daryl, though, probably was all at the airport. Nah. <laughs> Don't go through TSA yet. Turn, oh, dang, turn, turn around. Yet. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, <laughs> that happened. And I'm just like, Ma, I'm not doing this. Like, I'm not, I'm literally not doing this anymore. I'm so sick of this she shit. Was sick of, she was like, no, I'm sick of this shit. I'm like, I'm done. I'm really done with this. I'm like, I came all the way out here. And at this time, I wasn't even crying. I was just like, Fed up. what is happening? Like, am I not supposed to be a part of this? Like, why? Like, why is this not happening for me? I'm just like, you know what? So I'm like, Mom, I'm coming back home. She was like, at this, this is the first time my mom has ever said, no, you're not. <laughs> like, ever, ever, ever. I called her. She just I'm was like, crying when you ain't coming back from New York. I know. She, she <laughs> and that's the thing. My mom, literally, she won't see me cry. Like, she, she won't let me see her cry now. But every time I get out that car, still to this day, and I've gotten out that car at the airport hundreds of times now, cries. like, I just don't want to miss my I don't want you to go. Don't play with my girl. Don't play with my girl. Yes, don't play with my girl. Shout out to I can't Jen. We're gonna have her Jenny. on here. We're gonna do a whole. No, we're gonna Mayas, let a whole Maya's, Maya's family. family. Yeah, the Maya's family. The Maya's family reunion. Yes, 
Sky, 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 and I'm like, I done sold your bed. Wait, 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 what? You have no job, and you have no one to stay here. I'm living on somebody's sofa, like, because your pillow gone. Your mom's tossed the pillow. It's out the door. Done. Jay had to turn my room. That door's a studio. A canvas. She she drawn on the floors and shit. You can't step right here. You cannot step right here. Downstairs, they both moved upstairs. They in rooms next to each other. So they could be closer together. This was a room slash like music studio. He had a mic set up. I'm just like, what happened? What do I fit into this? Art studio slash her room. Then downstairs, it was just like storage area. And I'm like, well, where am I supposed to sleep? The couch. And you don't live here. The couch. You don't live here. You don't live here. Jay was already controlling what she consumed. <laughs> she had a bed. See you Y'all two up. So, Little bitty pieces. Man, my mom was like, you're not coming back home. And I was just like, wow. Like, I am going to have to figure this out. And I didn't <laughs> want to figure it out. I really didn't. I really didn't. Again, because I was just like, this probably just is not, you know, it's just not for me. But, so I'm just, at this point, I'm, like, on the computer every day, just, like, looking for production jobs. So, like, uh, two days probably went by. I didn't leave the house. Like, I didn't leave Gabby and Jasmine. They were roommates. I, I didn't leave their apartment for two days because I was just, I was depressed. You know, you know I was, I'm, yeah, I was depressed. That's really a hard-hitting situation. I don't even know what that feel like or when you are. Like, well, I, I'm not going to say sometimes I didn't. I didn't know what that felt like, what it looked like. I just, if I would call it like, I just, I'm not in the mood to be bothered with anybody. Like, and it's just like secluded. But I didn't want to move. I was just like, but then I'm in somebody else's apartment. And I'm also not a person, I can't, like, when you're not home, I can't just get, get comfortable. And, and, yeah. You, you know, you going to work and I'm just sitting yeah, here. Yeah, and I'm just here. Like, nah. You know, there's people that can do that, though. I can't That's do it. That's always been the toughest shit in the world. I mean, like, I can't. Even if I go sit at the coffee shop for eight hours while you at work, like, I cannot sit in somebody's space and just be there. Like, it's just not comfortable to me. Especially while I'm watching other people get up and go work for what they pay for. Like, I just, it's just not, it's not me. But two days, I'm like, that's not me. Like, I'm just sitting here, like, my mom told me that I'm not coming home. Like, I'm all the way in Los Angeles. I'm like, man, what am I doing? So that night, I went to sleep, and I just like, it literally, I it's just this is like, it's not weird, but it's kind of like strange in a way. But um, I look out of the window late, late, late at night, um, and I see a star. And it just reminded me, I don't know, the feeling that I got from it reminded me of my grandmother, like my grandmother Ethel. And I was just like, 
she's just not a quitter. Like, she don't give up. That's just the, the overall feeling I had. Like, it was just like, my grandmother don't give up ever. Like, she, even at her lowest point, you would never know. Like, you'll never know she had a lowest point. At her highest point, you ain't gonna never know because she just, she just copacetic like that. Like, she just very classy. You gotta keep pushing. Like, just uh, You don't let them strong, see you sweat. Yeah, strong, black I be sweating profusely. I can't really help it. Like, I, I fuck around and just start sweating thinking too hard. <laughs> I can't help how I sweat. So, they, when they when people say that, I be, I be feeling plagued because I'm like, damn, they always see me sweat. Don't like sometimes I be sweating. I don't really need to. Like, why are you sweating? Like, son, I'm standing here. I'm just alive. I'm sweating. Girl. No, you. It don't matter because guess what? In 20 minutes, T Pac is out. (laughs) She gonna two step right out the door. Fee said. My grandmother. That's the feeling I got. I I just had her spirit just come all over me, and that picked me up the next day. If it got me up. Dress, moving. I didn't even have nowhere to go. I just got out of the house. I walked around North Hollywood, and I was just like, all right, I'm going to figure this out. I know I'm going to figure this out. So I'm just kind of now, like, connecting with people that I know in L.A., like, just hitting people up, like, hey, I'm out here, like, let's link up or whatever. Like, they invited me to events and different things. And then one day, Gabby, um, she hit me, and she was just like, yo, they have this Rick Ross, like, takeover at Hollywood and Highland that Revolt is doing and they're looking for somebody to um, help with the audience. And she was like, it could be like a job for a day, it could be two days, but right now it's definitely, well, she was saying it could be a job for a couple days or like it can be long-term. They're looking for somebody long-term, but the project at the time was just like three days. Like they just needed somebody to come prep production and post-production. So I'm like, all right, I ain't doing Ain't like I'm doing anything. I'm chilling. <laughs> anyway, so I go work that, and that turned into they kept me. Like they were like, uh, "You want to help with the Revolt Live TV show?" And I'm just like, "Well, dope, yeah, why not?" So I started working at Revolt, and that was like LA for me. I was at Revolt for like a year and a half. Shout out to Revolt. <clears throat> You're <laughs> just saying. I was at Revolt, and it was a cool experience. And from there, again, my whole BT career, like, I feel like all of this was leading up to me being back at BT because I was ready to leave Revolt, and it wasn't, like, not for anything bad. It was just more, I didn't feel the growth mm-hmm. at Revolt, like, in what I wanted to do. But you had grown out of it. You yeah, got what you needed. Yeah, it was it was cool. It was fun. But I'm just like, I'm not getting what I need out of this. So, and at the end of the day, it's about you. Like, it's about fulfilling your purpose. And I was like, it was like I was just kind of there, just passing time. And L.A. was amazing. L.A. was an amazing place. Like, um, Shade, uh... Anna, like, they were all out there, like, we had, like, a family out there, Ariane, Brittany, like, it was just a real cool vibe in LA, but then I kind of felt myself feeling like I was in New Orleans, <laughs> so to speak, even though I wasn't in New Orleans, it was, like, everything that I, like, surrounded myself with was what I could be doing at home, and I'm just, like, I'm not enjoying being at Revolt because 
it was just the same stuff every single day. Like I know Thank I, you, New Orleans. We love you. <laughs> right. Then going out, like you know, it was fun. Don't get me wrong. LA was cool. It's just I'm just like, yeah, I'm over this. So I was like, I'm about to put my two weeks in there. Bro. You know, everybody like, well, where are you gonna go from there? I'm like, I forget. So you went from. Trying to get it, trying to get it popping, just on the grind, whatever, whatever. It's so like, man, you know, I quit this shit. Yeah. Drops microphone. And that's like my life, for real. If I'm not like, if I'm not getting or I'm not serving a purpose there, like, and I don't feel fulfilled, like, I'm, I talk to God first before I do anything. Before I make a move, I consult with God and I ask Him to move me. Like, and if, if it's not working, move me. If it's a reason that I need to be here, like, just reveal purpose in this space or, like, give me something to cling on to and to, like, show me why I should be here. And I'm just, like, call my uncle Wilbur and I'm like, look, I don't want to do this job no more. And I'm like, I want to quit, but I don't want to leave on a bad note. I don't want to feel, like, or come off as, like, ungrateful, but this is just, it's just not for me. Mm-hmm. It's not for me. The company... It also like at the like it wasn't aligning with what I believe in either. Like, and it was because the company was going through a change. They were going through a change. I was searching for something that I can really connect with in the industry, and it just it wasn't gelling. It wasn't. Granted, at Revolt, the beauty of it is it was such a fresh company. You could get in there, you could learn anything. Y'all wanted to do a podcast at that time, Puff would encourage, set up a table, do the podcast, shoot it, put it on, put it on there. Like that's that's how he, so you could shout out to revolt. Space, like, to just, I'm just saying. <laughs> we shoot a podcast, we got the table set up, we shooting it. You could do it. Like he gave you Look you know, what's going on over there. Just, if you just so don't weird. stand up, it's like just look weird doing that. <laughs> that just looks weird. <laughs> Like, we could see you. We could see you. <laughs> what is that? Like a little yeah. hobbit. Yeah, it was... I didn't work with Puff directly, but, like, you know, that's that's how the orders came down. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like... Shout out to Puff, just in case you're listening or yeah. you, somebody slide this to you. For real. It was like, you want to do it, do it. Like, let nothing stop you. And do it till you're satisfied. All the way up to executives. Like Whatever it is. Yeah. Do, do it. it. And Do it to you satisfy whatever it is. Have a job? If you never had a job, I was say, if you never had a job and you wanted a job. No, see, but that's how it was. It was just like, look, it's space for anybody to be a part of this. And like, Puff is like marketing genius. Like, he will come in there and give these speeches and make you feel like this is your company. Like, you own it too. And after a while, I'm like, yeah, but. This is just, it's really not my company. Like, you know, so it's like, and then I, I mean, I hear what you're saying, but, but no, but nah. and, and which was great because like everybody don't give that type of motivation. Yeah. Like everybody are not like as encouraging. Like, and then especially he created a platform for so many people to learn. It was at that time, it was up to you. If you wanted to build a career, he gave you, he gave you the platform to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, the equipment was there, like, the the artist was there, the stage was there, like, the studio space, like, everything was just at your fingertips. And you could just go in there and just, this was your, like, 
playing field. So it was really up to you whether you succeeded or not. And I felt like for me, I didn't, I didn't see myself growing at Revolt. Like I just, I didn't see it. And again, like I felt like I left sooner than like I didn't like see it through. I didn't see it through at all. And then I, I was at a point where like I just really, LA just wasn't the thing for me. It was just super, super. Hollywood, the energy out there is just very like, like it, it, it's, it's almost like, um, like haunting in a way, like just the whole Hollywood area. Like, and we literally work on Hollywood and Highland. It's just the people and, and some great people in LA. And then some people, everybody's just kind of awesome. Like they see you with somebody and then they want to be connected to you. And, yes. oh, what are you doing? If you don't do nothing that, like, they can eat off of, then they don't even want to have a conversation with you. Like, you got to watch who you're showing up to events with. And it's like you got to have a certain look about yourself. And, you know, all of that. And, I mean, I'm, like, blessed, like, to have been in so many spaces and know certain people who are like, Chris, Chris, you know, like, just pulling me in different directions. And, um... But I also have friends who don't look like the industry, like, you know, who don't fit what is supposed to be in the industry and don't fit the standard. And I just, I'm not with that. Like, I'm not with that. If I think you a dope person, if I think you cool, if I vibe with you, I want you to come to the event with me and I see why this could work for you. I don't give two shits about nobody saying like, oh, you can get it, but they can't get it. Well, we neither of us <laughs> coming in. Like, and that's just how I rock, like, period, and, and just life. So, LA just, it just wasn't working for me. Period, pool. Period. It just wasn't working for me. It's not working. So, what's, so what's working now? I'm out. I was like, I'm out. You out and you love? And I love. Literally, the day I quit, the, the day I quit, Vernon called me and was just like, Vernon from Original BT Story. Yo, I need a coordinator for this, um... This uh, they were doing Road to BT Experience. I need a coordinator. This shit about to be like three months. Everybody about to be in New York. Everybody about to be working on the BT Awards together. Like, come out here. I was like, learning. I literally just quit remote. He said, "Oh, perfect. Like, come. Ah. <laughs> like, come." My lease was up two weeks. Hmm. Um, and it just in all- them type of situations, you sit back and be like, mm, "Look at going." <laughs> It was just all working. Won't he do it? Ruben was still with the Giants. I'm just like, Rube, I'm coming back to New York. And I was like, I'm going to be on a three-month project. So can I stay with you? He was like, of course. Like, I'm there for three months. I didn't turn into Ruben's assistant, his chef, his big sister. <laughs> like, you know, like, just, like, I. that's like, that's So you, you, very, you're very cultured then, right? Very cultured. Culture, Chris. So it's funny, but... Then BT Music popped off. They were like revamping Music Matters. They hired me in that department and I stayed with BT for five years. So it was just, that was an amazing journey. Like amazing. The team that I worked with, the stuff we got to produce, the things we got to touch, the artists we got to, like, it was just such a great experience working at BT. Like, great experience. I know people talk a lot about networking like you know people have a lot of negative stuff to say about BET but you work there and you 
it's a culture, it's a family. Like it's and it's almost they treat you as if like they'll spank you if you do something wrong and they'll put you out the family for a little while and nobody's talking to you, but then the opportunity come up, they're like, All right, come on, we you know, we're gonna take care of you. <laughs> we got you. And it's crippling sometimes, but like the things you the amount of like knowledge you take and the things you learn at BET is it's like you can't pay for it. You cannot like you can't pay for half of the like the education that you get there because it's again one of those places where you get you responsible for so much. Not so much where you it's like a free for all and you can just work on anything. It's not that, but the responsibility you have as like just a production assistant, as an intern, like as a production coordinator. Like I look at BT, everything is always a level up. Like if you're a coordinator, you're really a manager. Because everything that a manager would do, you're doing it as a coordinator. If you're a manager, you're really a director. Because all of the conversations that you have to be a part of, you building budgets, you overseeing things and you executing shows and like you're responsible for pretty much huge million dollar plus projects like and you a production manager like you know just you executing budgets and you hiring staff and you hiring crew and you getting them paid and you're dealing with finance and you're dealing with legal and you have to do the credits for the shows and you know you have to build all of this stuff out at such a I would say junior level but you learning so much responsibility and you learning how to actually like do things in real life because I take everything that I do in production and I apply it to real life. Just something as simple as like having a conversation, trying to figure things out. Like you can't work in any field if you don't have, if you have poor communication skills. Like you have to be able to talk through things. You have to be able to send emails. You have to be able to sit in the meeting and apply yourself you have to take notes you have to listen you have to execute like it's so many different like aspects to it and BET is like it's all almost like a college like it's like a college for like black college hill (laughs) so now what's next I started my own production company. What? And that's what I was going to ask. <laughs> what? I love, I love BT. So we got the Family Mill Podcast. We could always use some new production or just some new production ideas just in case. Right, right. You know, for the culture at least. I'm very proud of y'all. Like, just what y'all created. I'm always encouraging y'all. Like, I love this. That's what I No. Here. Y'all created something new. Every time I talk to people about it, they're like, wait. You eat and they talk to you on the podcast. <laughs> they cook for you. <laughs> you can cook, you drink, and you, you just spill that. your guts. Real family, like a giant tree. Yep. Sitting over. Yeah. Now. See What's the name of it? Oh, you can't. Oh, it ain't. It's under wraps. You just, oh, you just giving us a little. So, all right, a so little. you can pull me up and it is under wraps. I can't. You know why I can't say it yet? It's, I mean, legal things. I, but I feel you. But. I wish I was that I'm important. Also pretty like I have I'm trying not to be Kristen who worked for BET. Like I want to be Kristen Myers who runs culture. Like who you know the producer, the director. <laughs> that's not gonna be the name of it. Like you, it I see what you try to do. Yeah, that's not gonna that. be the That'd name. Be dope. Culture <laughs> productions. Executive, like I, that's that is I want that to be 
known. I want to be respected for it. Like, that's what I do. Like, that's what I've always done. I do it. Give me my credit, well. my credentials. <laughs> I do it very well. So, I do it. Do it. It's doing it, it well. Like, actually, put myself out, like, or own this company. Like, you know, it's more like when I'm working on things, like, now I get to work as Kristen Myers. Like, I just, I, I left a company who bought me back as a consultant to manage the entire BET experience. That's like, that's God, for real. And it's God allowing people to see you and allowing people to see your work and putting you in position because I would have, I didn't leave BET with the intent of going back. Like I left because I'm like, ah, it's time. You know, it's time. I hit my ceiling here and I'm just ready to now like bring other people on board. Like I want to give these jobs to other people. Like it's so many great like producers out there and so many just great logistics teams and like it's just it's a lot of great artists out there and I'm like I'm ready to like help I'm ready to just put people like be a vessel for people like that's and that's and that's something that I know God has placed me to be on this earth is I'm a vessel like for real everything that I touch I'm doing it with other people in mind like every opportunity that's given to me I'm doing it, and it's given to me, but I'm also doing it with how can I make this work for somebody else? Like, and that is why I'm I'm not fortunate because I brag. I'm not fortunate because I'm skilled. I'm fortunate because I work with God in mind, and I work with other people in mind. Like, you have to be a giver in this world. Like, you can't just house everything for yourself. Like, you have to do for others. Like, you have to because somebody did it for you. Like, y'all wouldn't be sitting here if y'all didn't watch somebody else, you know, do something similar to this. And you got to give back. Like, you have to put, like, y'all y'all put me in this chair. Like, you know, so, and allow me a platform to just kind of tell my story. And tell your story, This sis. is, like, this is, people are going to hear this. And people are going to be inspired by it. And people are inspired by y'all. Like, whether people tell y'all or not. Like, but... Y'all, y'all creating a platform for people. There's a lot of places people don't have to go and talk about this type of stuff. And y'all doing this in New Orleans. Like, it's a hard place to grow. It's a hard place to launch a business. It's a hard place to gain respect in what you do. It's just, I'm trying to figure out how to just did that. I'm trying to figure out how we can stop making it so hard on each other because I look at New Orleans people go other places and excel. I look at how much we are embraced and accepted in other places. Right now I live in Atlanta. I look at the Atlanta culture. They stick together out there. Like, their industry, they stick together. They put each other on. They invite each other to events. Like, they see, and I'm sure they have their things. Like, I'm sure. But from what I see, you coming throughout, they play Atlanta music. On the radio, you hear the artists out there. Like, you know what's popping out there because they're going to put their artists first. Like, like, you know, in New Orleans, I just, I don't know what the missing piece is. But, one, we got to stop working in silos. Like, we have to because all the quote-unquote cool people, like, we all know everybody cool in New Orleans. It's just a thing. You can't even help it. Every single person in New Orleans, we already come out the womb as a celebrity, like that's how we. That's just niggas in New Orleans don't. When you born in New Orleans, you don't. You don't come out with a temperature of ninety eight point six. You'll look cooler than that. 
Yeah. Basically is what she's saying. They really are. Like, it's just a natural thing for us. And that's why a lot of artists come to New Orleans and they feel like they can come here and be themselves. They can come here and let their hair down and relax and chill because everybody not running up to them. Can I get an autograph with a camera in your face and all that? Like, Common was just on, what, Canal or whatever, freestyling. In the middle of the street with your boy that be freestyling after the game. I can't remember his name. But Common, real life, and it's not a whole, it wasn't. Like, oh my God, it's common. It's real right. life. This is a person. Yeah, he just stopped. He's and expressing did it. his talents. We love to see this type of shit in the mm-hmm. city. So we're going to stand and watch and right. we're not going to interfere with that shit. And right. that's what it was. So, right. like, you and come you to the city and you it. feel, right. you know, you just feel comfortable right. enough to do that shit. But why can we do that for everybody else and then not we our own. do it for each other? Like, exactly. Is something missing? Is something missing? I don't know who's going to hear this to. Be the person to be like, all right, I know what's missing. I mean, I know, a, a, I could name a couple of things that is missing, but I'd rather Man, act on those This things. podcast is what's missing. Because, yeah. I mean, and I, don't, I don't know if I'm saying this out of turn or not. No, but it's you probably like, said it out of turn. We kind of, I mean, it's one of, like, because we, we have enough conversations to where uh, the people we do talk to and the shit that we do talk about, we are all just alike. Right. We all basically right. doing like the same shit. Right. We all on the same web, basically. And it's just a matter of taking that shit, getting to the center of it, and everybody just being able to extend a whatever, whatever to the next level. Mm-hmm. But if we all won, we could definitely do that. Mm-hmm. Yes, Frank. Without the, the, you know what I'm saying? We are. I don't know what And then you're... just even to call it out, too, like all these different events, right? All these events that. I should be catering everything in the fucking city, man. Huh? What you doing at your house? I should be cooking your fucking Sunday dinner. But that's a different story for a different day. And I'm going to just say this. People know and they support you offline. They support you when they're next to you. Like, and they tell you, Mm. man, you know you popping it. I'm playing. No, you know what? When you bring all these different celebrities through and all of that, the artists that's supposed to be sitting next to people and shaking hands with people, them same artists that you standing next to, that you're trying to put on, put them in position. Like, mm. don't tell me you support me and don't tell me, like, man, I'm going to look out for you. No, don't tell me that. When you when you have an opportunity to open the door for somebody, don't keep the door closed. Like You do you, it. You, you don't talk about it. You be about it. And it's all just the same way people try to paint this picture, like, on Instagram where they popping bottles in the club and all that. Like, all of that stuff. We know that that's... Bang, bang. But we know that... This is what popular culture loves, mm-hmm. right? We know this is what attracts people. We know that. I can tell you right now, I work with an artist. I work with an artist right now, not LG, because I know everybody's going to think, but that's who I manage. But I work with another artist as well. I, I handle his booking. And sometimes, like, I, I can remember when he didn't really have that much money, but the person that is managing them, they putting them in position. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make you look like you. Mm-hmm. This. I'm gonna make the perception you look like is, you. Is, I'm gonna put you on these cards just because it's creating a perception. Mm-hmm. When really, you got a different message that you're trying to push through. But because the person is in position to put you there, I'm gonna do this because I know what's gonna pull popular culture in. Like I know what's gonna make people gravitate to you, and we're gonna push the agenda. Like that's what we're supposed to be doing down here. Now, granted, I'm not the person that's. I'm. That's cool and all to be at certain events, but I'm at a point now where I don't have to go to these things. I don't have to because I've established myself enough to not have to show my face at everything. Now I'm very selective with what I do because 
I know my agenda and I know that sometimes you have to work in the background for people and not be a part of the big picture that's out there. So like in recent months and like the year, you probably haven't seen me at much stuff. You don't see me on Instagram much, but don't think that because you're not seeing me that the movement not still happening because it's a lot that I'm working, I'm working on, I'm working with people, I'm doing things so that like I'm just allowing myself to be to to just to be able to be accessed. That's because you be in this. Be you been. They say they don't see you because you be in a store licking ice cream. <laughs> that's what they said though. Because I thought they, were, I thought I was, they were like, that's not Chris. That's not that. That <laughs> they, is not for the culture. They call the culture it. They call it a culture licker. Lord, what? the culture I licker. Know what that means. I mean, you, you don't be, lick ice cream. For you don't be licking ice cream. You ain't seen a girl lick ice cream. Free samples. She took free samples to you, the next. You level. ain't seen a girl take the. Blue in a stone, take blue the blue bell, take the top off and lick it and put it back. Yeah, she was trying to make sure. It you didn't see that? Well, she about to go to jail. You didn't see that? She about to go to jail. She is. She facing two to twenty. That's weird as fuck. Two to twenty. Which one? Which? Bitch she get anywhere. She get two or she can get twenty. That's like okay. That's illegal. That is illegal. You don't mean licking people's stuff. You don't know if you need a strong lawyer. I'm just like, like, let me get these two. You don't lick. You don't mean licking people's stuff. I missed it. I, I don't know what that's about. You have to show a video. You don't, no. you, you don't be licking people's stuff, Desmond. Nah, but I don't lick nothing but my lips. That's on my face. Okay. That I'm... It's not what I heard. Okay. That your ears, bad. You got <laughs> <clean> <laughs> <and> <laughs> not what I heard. But that's neither here nor there. That's nowhere, actually. Uh, guess what? Oh, she get a drink. I'm, see, that's how you know. Oh, no, she, we gotta take, oh, it's time. Oh, she's so serious. She was, she, so, she was so busy running her she mouth. Oh, maybe she was blinded by Jade's 3M outfit that she had on. Wait, 3M outfit? You didn't see my girl on the ground? No. Glow worm. Anyway. Glow worm. Yes. Man, let me brighter, find out. Brighter than these lights, baby. She anyway. was shining bright like a diamond. Like a diamond. Huh? I don't want you to miss anything. I don't want you to the the party don't start till T get there. That's what you sleep on. What? Oh, you talking about season? Once T oh, feet start moving, then no, is then the party start. Well, look at that. You make me happy, face That's ass. Get the fuck out of here. We love you. I'm bringing. Put me on your production company. I need you. To, I'm very serious. I need you to produce. Teacher T. I'm going. I'm going on the road. Is this on? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going on. I'm she taking. I'm taking. I'm taking my line dance class on the road. She's like, fuck Jason. Look. I'm taking his mic now. She don't even want the gold no more. She in there. Yeah. Fuck it. You a messy fee. Oh. See, you can't end the podcast like that. You got to give us some, some gold words. Oh. Because <laughs> in the morning, you can warm it up in the microwave, but not too high. So this is gonna be kind of uh, random and impromptu. Chris, you want you want to chop it up a little while longer? You about to roll? No, I'm here with you. No, I'm supposed to keep going. You supposed to keep going. You gonna cut all this out? You cut all this out? Excuse me. What? What, what? what was that? What did you say? Motherfucker, sound like she was at an auction. Like she about to sell these. The crazy thing is, I understood every word she said. Yeah, I caught it nine seconds later. Yeah. <laughs> what time it started? Nine thirty six thirty. Eight o'clock, nine thirty six thirty. I bet you do. I bet you do. Bet you do. 
I bet you do. I've been trying to slow it down. I understand. I like your shirt. You heard that? I like your shirt and I like your case. I bet you do. At, here at the Family Meal, we are also matchmakers. You make me happy. What's the tea? Um, well, the tea is actually going to Caesars right now. Okay. The tea has the definitely tea left has, the building. has left the building. But yeah. Um, I just replaced both of my uh, my co-hosts. This is hilarious. Jace didn't come anyway, so I don't know what's up with that. Uh, he said it was coming. He also said it was coming. Uh, but anyway. The race is not given to the swift. I thought he was about to say something. That has about nothing to do with that. Was I just, like I love, quote, I love saying the proverb, but that quote the had nothing to do. In the midst of nothing, threw me off. In the midst of nothing, that was deep as shit. I yeah. can't even. I could swim, but I ain't trying to go that. I no, I don't even know. That's what, what Martin used to do when he was up. <laughs> when, he had left, you, when, Martin, when he left and went to the. Um, <laughs> remember when he went to? He had to go find himself. Bro, yeah, I, don't I, don't know. I remember. Yeah, dude. Y'all don't Martin. understand. I love Martin. Martin. This this remind me of much. Man, forget Martin. Right. How right. y'all feel about the mermaid? What's the mermaid? Oh, your girl, um, Haley, right? Wait, so Haley's she the wait. Mermaid. So wait, from Chloe and Haley, she's yes. about to be the mermaid. The new mermaid. The little yes. mermaid. Oh my god. Why people pissed they about are? that? They should be. Big man. Congratulations. Oh my god. Love Congratulations. We have a black mermaid. Like Big Mac. Man, see, and this one, me and T was supposed to talk. Congratulations, Haley. I mean, Congratulations. Well, both, you know. Have y'all seen any of the memes? They mad. Let me see them. I might post these in a video if you watch it or some shit, but this one's one of my favorite ones. Man. The air butt of black dog. Man. Air Somebody, somebody said they should have used a pit or a rock they definitely should have used a rock roll. Somebody rock definitely should use like a rock. That's a black person dog. A, a rock roller. Rock and I always say rock roller, but it's a rock roller. Rock roller. Politically correct because I definitely wilder. about to hit you with that rawa. Rawa, rawa, rawa. No, pronounce none of this shit. You just hit that rawa, rawa. Yeah, fuck all that dumb shit. Rawa, rawa. I ain't even had to say the name because I was too busy running away. New Orleans people so tall. What you mean? I was, I went, I ain't got time to drive. Oh my god, it's a run away. That's what the fuck it is. Get the fuck out of there. He trying to kill you. Rawa, rawa. Yeah, that's a rawa right there. Remember one time? So this might not be funny to nobody else but me. I might laugh. No. Come on. This man across the street name from us was Thetto. So our whole life. Wait, say again. Thetto. Our whole life. Our whole life. We called him Thetto. So me and Jay sitting in the car one day. And Jay the straight clown. I swear to God. We sitting in the car one day late at night. And we just talking about like. Our neighborhood, so we like. You remember that old? So we laughing. We like the car. The car just got quiet, and Jay said, "Man, you know his name was Theodore." No, I was just like, like no, we that's so how black tall. people. It's like that old. No, like, we know Theodore. Theodore. Like, like, <laughs> we got that man. That's what they that told that us his name was Theodore. So like the way <laughs> black people <That'll>. pronounce <laughs> it is just Theodore. As I got older, I just realized that it was Theodore. Like, his name is not Theodore, it's Theodore. Like, and I just was like, oh. So y'all were like, fuck Theo. 
Nene Mene was it Theo? It was Theo. Like T H E D O R E. Did y'all come up with that from looking at it spelled? No, we just was sitting in. Everybody called him Theo. Yeah, we just. And I never seen his name on paper. And I'm realizing that. Theto is really That's Theodore. a very unique situation. Uh, I want to say it's so unique that it may be only unique to the ward, which is we, which we, uh, which we <laughs> revere to as the the fifth ward. It um, might be. That's some fifth wall shit. <laughs> Theto. How the fuck do you get Theto out this of Theodore? This is what I never seen That's his name on paper. That's some fifth wall shit. The only thing there was like Mr. Theto. Mr. Theto. Let me see the meme, man. Theo. Let me see how the meme. Theodore. I don't know. How we just hit in New Orleans. But yeah, the black area Man, they got got a, a whole bunch of flack. <clears throat> because we have a black area. I guess if that's what you want to call it. Hate. Discriminate. Like that's just not even funny. To us. I know to them. But it's to hilarious. them, it's like, to them oh my it's like hilarious. I, it's like oh not even God, funny at the pick. Yeah, like it's just like no. It's not even funny. Like if they would have picked no, somebody funny. Let me stop. Let me not even say all that. Because it's not all Home Alone Two, Lost in the Hood. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's one of them situations where this Man, whole people gotta uh, stop. black aerial thing has gotten people upset. It's gotten people talking. It's just it's it's been interesting to say the least mm-hmm. and i've been watching twitter this weekend and just watching just the memes and shit like that but i don't know I, I think it's one of them things like first and foremost mermaids not actually real right and then why can't a black face be on the mermaid right well actually i think mermaids are real okay i really right. i i actually think because i you think it's only like animals in that live underwater I don't. I don't know what lived nowhere. Honestly, I know. I don't I know. know. I, I feel like, and I don't really pay too much attention. I to feel animals. like it's some type of like you know. <laughs> say, oh yeah, they ain't got no damn whales that live in the Gulf. That don't make. They sense. just discovered some animals, right? They like I just so don't. <clears throat> like I just I saw something like a long time ago. They were saying like they're still discovering animals under the sea. So yeah, that. that's what For I'm real. saying. Like because so, like it's no way to find. What two thirds with water? We like, only know, uh, like, we yeah. only know this much about <laughs> the world. Like, it's a I, world out there, and that's just the world. That's yeah, just, like that's just say Earth. Earth. We still got right. other planets. Right. There's a solar system. Like, There's right. also the fucking. That's what I'm saying. Like, different galaxies. Right. Like, if hole, people like ever that. think right. for one second, like we the only, like we the only one of its kind. Like, come on now. Like, it's a world out there. And I'd be nervous because I just. <laughs> I, I just think everybody else, not even, I don't want to say everybody, but mm. other being, other entities and shit like that are a lot more advanced than we are. And we think we on our shit. Like, <laughs> it just made me so Come nervous. On. Like, what happens like, when they like, man, man, man you gotta watch. That. Let me go show these motherfuckers. And if you time. watch, like, about, like, UFO sightings and stuff like that, like, I mean, they try to keep it under wraps, but it's out there. I mean, if you have the World Wide Web, you can find anything, but, like, UFO sightings, like, it's... This is real stuff. Like, people really, like, have seen, I mean, I wouldn't call them aliens, like, but, you know, call people call it, they could call it an alien. But, like, other life, like, there's, like, other life out there. Like, people have, like, UFOs have landed on Earth. Like, they've landed on, they, people have seen, like, spotted UFOs, like, flying around them. Like, that. you got to come get on the podcast. Come get up. I know, you got to come sit up here. Oh no, nah, we never invited him on. Oh. 
Nah, you a good background voice. That's why I. You, you, you oh, like you add, like you you add to the yeah you add yeah you add to the show by being the voice. No, like that's that fire. No, that's fire. That's fire. That's fire. Me and my brother, we smoking, we walking, and we just see a circle come. I'm telling you, I believe. I believe it. I believe it. I believe you. I believe Because, I mean, they killed that man, William Cooper, for... Right. He was in the military. Right. The and he had information. Man, they come on. Him. It's like, so, like... Because he was starting to spread the information. It's so... He must have had information and proof. Because there's another dude out there that's, yeah. that's, that's doing the same yeah. thing. For real? For real? What's his name? I don't yeah. remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to listen to another podcast. Because yeah. two... I want to say two other podcasts. And he from out here? About, no. Oh, oh, he oh, from oh. somewhere. But two other podcasts just recently talked about the same dude, the same situation. Right. But... Apparently, he what he did was he put the information out so fast and he put out so much information or whatever, whatever, to where they couldn't do him anything because it would have looked suspicious. Like, mm-hmm. why you killed mm-hmm. him? Mm-hmm. All he was doing was saying is they got whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. So apparently, like, he's out today still promoting Area 51 or whatever, whatever. That's Area 51. Out. That's what I always, I want to know about, like, Area 51 is like, how come nobody can go to this area? Like, you know what I'm saying? Area 51, look at the Vatican. It's right there in plain sight. Like, it's right there. Like, it's literally, this is, they house the information of our life, like, of Africans. Like, they house all the information of the church, like, the beginning of all of this, like, the beginning of time. You think the Vatican got the truth about Africa? Man, come on. Yes, indeed, they have it. Yes, indeed. Them books, that's, and all of the the information. All of the architecture, like, every, like, all of this stuff. So you saying like they stole the information yeah, and they storing they it? Stole it and hid it. Like yeah, they they hid it. Mm. The Catholic Church. Catholic. I'm down. I, yeah, I'm not, not a religious like, person not, at all, but just from my understanding, like them kind of conversations, I'm always about because it's, cause it's yeah. I mean, and I'll see first and foremost, it's, it's a lot of opinionated mm-hmm. statements that'll mm-hmm. be made on my part mm-hmm. about the Catholic Church and things of that nature, just because. I'm not in the world, mm-hmm. but just from what I've seen, what I've read, the research I've done, and just things of that nature, that shit is is is. I wish I could remember this dude's name, but it's some gang shit. Mm-hmm. To 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 put it in as lamest terms as possible, yeah. it's all some gang shit. It's the police department. It is the church. government. It's the church. It's all of that yeah. shit, like in a nutshell. Yeah. But that is some gang shit. Yeah. It ain't crippling and blooding, but it's the, the biggest, biggest gang, gang <laughs> that exists. That, exactly. It's the biggest gang. It's the yeah. biggest terrorist, like, right in our face. Everybody be acting like you got to go search and find. Like, you don't have to search and find Mm-mm. nothing. It's right there. You turn on the news every single day, gang life, right there, in your face, every day, gang. talking to you, teaching you about what's going on in the world, exposing you to all of the crimes. and Like, that's the Like, and then it's crazy because if just working in media... Like another another part to it is like you create the story. Like you tell, like you show people what you want them to believe. You get people to buy into what you're selling them. Like we, like that is what. Like not as so much like some people telling real stories. Like there mm-hmm. are real, very real, true stories out there. But man, this stuff is just hilarious when it comes to. It's not even hilarious. It's just like the the church. It. The church is so. It's that, the I'm gonna say this. It's the people 
within the church that's turning into that because yeah. church is just the name. No, I'm, no, this is what I'm saying. This is no, this what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. No, church is just the name, and I don't want to cut you off right, too right, prematurely. Right. Yeah, yeah. Church is the name, but mm-hmm. this shit has been going on for centuries. Right, centuries, right, whatever, right, 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 right. So right. they named it the church, but these right. people. Right. right, that's what I'm saying. The entire time. And I guess what I'm saying is like, when I, I guess what I'm saying is like the people, right. It's like the people, it's okay, like that's what I'm saying. Like, okay, the world, like, okay, imagine like the world is a beautiful place. The people make it, you know what I'm saying? Like the people destroy the world. Like, that's like church is literally anywhere. This, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, you, uh, 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 right. And so it's like, once you, right. So I guess that's what I'm saying. You know, I'm just more saying like, the people tainted the the evil the spirit the evil spirit within the people like them people they have the biggest gang you know what I'm saying that we don't know and it's, you know and it's like they tainted like, they tainted the in it's an underworld it's a disgusting underworld it is. That, that that's taking over too the, it's, it's taking over too with social well, even very, through social media very like dark, <clears throat> very dark 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 world like, that a dark people I would yeah. say that is influencing so many, like so much of culture right now. It's so, it's so, it's heartbreaking sometimes because of the influence it has on kids more than anything. Mm -hmm. Like more than anything. And then it's disgusting because so many people Mm. turn a blind eye or a deaf ear to it. Like we just act like none of this stuff is happening. Like we act like they're not just Stealing information from us, or are we just not trying to like search for information, and we not trying to. You know why? Because we so distracted. We distracted. Yeah, and we distracted. Everything is like. And I'm speaking in general as yeah. people. Like we distracted by what the media putting out there, uh, everything that's on our phones, and I'm saying everybody because, and not to say that we that each person dwell in that, but no, the most of the world is you. We on our phones probably. If it's 24 hours in a day, a good. 10, 11, 12, something like that, you know? And another thing is, like, stop trying to, like, microwave everything. But that's the that's stop the that's the generation we in. We in the microwave generation. I guess it was after 2000, you know what I'm saying? The microwave generation. They really say kind of the 90s was the microwave. Like, they kind of said our, you know, after probably early, nine, late 90s was, like, we want an instant. Like, whenever technology really got... Well, let me stop saying that. Technology been advanced, but you know what I mean right now. Like, as when we, once we got out of the... the you know, what you not, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's technology been advanced, but it's like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, there is other life. I feel like there's other life. And I just, this whole gang shit, I wish, I don't necessarily want to just stop and that. take this whole mm-hmm. five minutes and 44 seconds, but this video and this song in particular is so dope and so descriptive. And if I showed you the dude that was rapping this song, I don't know if you know him, you might have some insight on him, whatever, whatever, but if I showed you the dude that was rapping this song, you will be fucking blown away. But this song and this video is so dope. Is it? So it's called Gang Gang, or it's called Gang Shit, rather. Is it? At one point, is he's like sitting in the chair, like he in the chair, like in the prison. Or mm-hmm. Like a fairy tale. It's like a fairy tale to have this shit. Real life fairy tale, because that's so. Man, real. that dude. See, I seen something similar to it. It was that's like, the yeah. Thing about the dude, remember when? I'm talking about the video. I never that really was, watched it. When the dude was sitting. The white Intense. he was fussing in the white man's face, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah, that John yeah, Lucas? Yeah. When everybody that's was talking about him, I don't know if it's John Lucas. I keep saying this. Okay, uh-huh. but I never. I, I remember when it when it came out. Everybody was like, "Oh my god, it's kind of you know." Yeah. 
very controversial, but it's but like again to come from the the white perspective, right? Like it's a white dude that looked like a suburban white dude or suburban white dude, excuse me, regular regular. He sounded like Davies. A little, like he sounded like a Davies, like just delivery and like just the visuals of that shit. Just, shh. but that's the thing. Put the message out there, like. Right. Speak, speak and to the man. And I love how he didn't show his face because he don't. It's like right. don't, don't put the attention. Right. I need you to get right. my message. Right. I need you to right. hear what I'm saying. I don't need you right. to see what I look like. Right. I need you to hear what I'm saying. Even right. if I'm sure people know who it is. Right. But see me, I received it. If you would never told me it was white, I would have thought he was black. Right. See what I'm saying? I would have just assumed that this he was black. Right. So that's a smart move because he's like, don't look at me. Get the message and see what I'm saying because this shit. That's that's and that be a, that be a thing like that's right people there. before they even try to digest like the actual message of anything like you already looking at who said who it said, where it's coming right. from but like right. listen first like listen. listen to like what people talking about and what they trying to say go before you go and say. judge it off of people go back to what we were saying earlier I mean well go back to what I said because we so distracted by that we don't care about we don't care about we don't we so desensitized like for real we don't care it's a lot of stuff that we don't care about it's like you could be like like okay, let's say for instance, you could put a post about, like you could have, we could I don't know you could talk about some real black issues right on the mm-hmm. podcast right, mm-hmm. and you post that right, but if the image don't make like if if they don't capture somebody's attention with the image first, they're not gonna listen like the, like they right. they don't care and it's sad but that's the game it's like almost like we really gotta play a game now with this generation because it's like it's a visual generation they don't want they only want to read. A few words. That's it. Give them the medicine in the Kool Aid. Yes. Put the Kool Aid. Whatever you know. I know what you're saying. Yeah. That's, that's the only. And I, that's just, the only way we're gonna as win. As a like, content creator, quote mm-hmm. unquote, that's funny shit to say out loud. But as a content creator, that's some shit that ain't no I've quote unquote. As a content creator, that's, that's becoming more and more obvious. It's becoming it's, so obvious. You 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 really have to position yourself just like that. If you don't position yourself like that, then. <laughs> The success rate is damn near impossible. Just, yes, it's damn near impossible, and it's crazy. That's because I feel like I'm in a place where I didn't understand that. Like I didn't understand how. Like I didn't. It's no putting the medicine in the Kool Aid. It's like you either gonna get this or you're not. And, and that's, that's, no, that's like that's the way I live my life. That's me yeah. genuine as a person. Like I'd rather just be a hundred with anybody. I'd rather just be straightforward. I'd rather be mm-hmm. that person. But, but you can't. It's, it's not. I'm not gonna say you can't. It's a way you got. You gotta you do have it. To go you have to. Like avenues, certain to, channels. Right. You gotta go through these steps before yep. you can get a message out or an idea out or a genuine thought out. These days, just because of the way things are perceived, and not even just that, just the way people personally perceive things. Mm-hmm. It's like everything mm-hmm. is so emotion, emotion, emotion. Mm-hmm. I'm the person to strip emotion from the whole scenario and just go, well, what makes the most fucking sense? Mm-hmm. That's just me. That's how I operate just in general. It's mm-hmm. like, all right, how can we make this make sense? Mm-hmm. Regardless of how I feel about it, how you feel about it, how we feel about it, whatever. And I mean, I'll revisit the feelings later, but mm-hmm. just what makes sense? Mm-hmm. Like, what actually You know what? It's so many people. It's so hard for whole, people you know to... And I'm so happy you saying that. I'm so happy. I'm so happy you saying that because. Can I get on live? Yeah. Okay. I'm so happy you saying that because, like, because, right? I just, dang. I just worked on something, right? Where I watch like people be like stripped of opportunities because of emotions, like, hmm. 
like it it was kind of sad to see like it was kind of ridiculous that like because of the emotions involved like you take opportunity away from somebody instead of just being like you know what you know it how I feel some type of way about it but like you said because it makes sense go with it because it makes sense and because you know that it makes sense but because you can't take your personal feelings out of it like you just kind of like you took an opportunity away from somebody that was supposed to be in a certain space. Like, granted, and things happen for people regardless if it's meant for you. But it's just sad because I'm looking at different people that's in power. Like, these powerful people, like, that you really stripping people of opportunities that's supposed to be rightfully for them. Like, and you, you are in control to make a decision, but because... You being emotional and you can't remove your right. feelings and do business and do what makes sense. Like it's just all you make it all about you, and it's not about you. Like no. it's not about you. It's, it's, it's about what makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> like cause, cause it's what about makes what makes sense, sense. Moves the needle, and when the needle moves, it's a well. I'm not gonna say it's not about you. In that, uh, in, in that, that case, in that case, in that case, in, 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 in that case. I mean, because because we can go back to right, this right, one. right. It's literally all about all you. about you. Right, 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 you know right, what I'm right, and, right, and right. That's some shit I go through every day. To right. a, like literally every day is about me, first and foremost. Right. So right. all right, just for example, like it's like my new venture is I've been doing like chef supers, my kitchen, right. So mm-hmm. um, I thought about it today. Like, damn, if you perceive this the wrong way you think something was wrong with the Nola food project something was wrong with right 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 you look at the outside right damn what they going through and right right it's like realistically and again this will bring me back to another just idea i thought i had last night literally you can't be a foundation if you crumbling so and i take that a thousand different ways i can't be the Nola food project if Desmond or Chef Super ain't straight. Right. You know I can't <laughs> right. be the Family Meal podcast if mm-hmm. like I'm not straight. So realistically, we all got to step back and make sure we all straight mm. first and foremost mm. before we start these other ventures. But um, I guess from a bigger scale or on a bigger scale, realistically, we got to look at just shit like what can I do just on my own or what can I contribute that won't just get me to where I want to be? And that's kind of like just that dual process of thinking is is really complicated. But that's like that's how I live my life. That's why it's I just like crazy. Really, when you talking like I'm just like oh, that's dope because in my life I really just try to find the balance between what makes me absolutely go and what can I do to make everything go. And, when and I say I'm happy. It's you... not just about me because like the podcast shit. Right. Like, this ain't about me. Right. Like, right. We have conversations just to just push us all forward to right. push the needle. Right. You know what I'm saying? And we do shit. And like shit me and T talking about just don't even make no sense. Like if me and T could do what the fuck we trying to do, mm-hmm. oh my fucking when y'all, God. When y'all do what y'all trying to do. When y'all do what y'all do. When y'all do it. When y'all do it. When y'all do it. that me and T talk about just today, just the shit that When y'all do it. And it's going to happen. when that shit really it's gonna happen in this time and moves properly, I'm going to be so fulfilled just because like the ideas and the thoughts that we have behind shit it's like, I know I have to put my pieces and I know I have to do my work, but it ain't got nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, at the mm-hmm. same time, it got everything to do with me. Mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. that makes any sense. But it's just like, mm-hmm. when the deal was like, man, like we got so much potential. Like, we could be doing so much shit. Mm-hmm. And 
I'm just trying to make sure that we stay in that space and that we are in that space and whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, I'm happy. Like you said, one thing you was like, um, you said, you said it's all it. It's all about you. It's, give him the um. <laughs> give him the key sweat. <laughs> I, I want you to meet. <laughs> Wait, why? Oh, I know. I know. I can do it, but I'm not going to. I'm not going to. But you you said balance. Like when you saying balance, in like you like saying how you trying to figure out things that work for everybody. But like like you said, you got to take care of you first, (laughs) and it's a that is a balance in itself. Like trying to support everybody and do for everybody, then trying to better yourself that is a balance because you really do you have to you have to learn because it ain't just a thing where you just know that ain't that it's not real anybody who i just know it's not real it's you have to learn you have to learn balance like you have to learn how to you gotta go through the motions yes like you have to take care of yourself it ain't no if ands or buts about it. You have to take care of yourself. Like, you have to take care of you, and then you have to, like, allow yourself to support other people as well. And Tyler Perry said something at the BET Awards that just, he was like, your dreams, or somebody's blessings is connected to your dream. And, like, when he said that, I'm just like, dang. It 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 make you not want to give up on anything that you're doing. That's, that's why even more so you got to take care of yourself because while you chasing your dream and while you discovering and creating and still, like, going after, like, what you literally see in your mind as your life, like, you can't stop because somebody else is connected to that. Like, somebody else is going to be blessed. Right. If you stop, you cancel out an opportunity for somebody. You cancel a blessing. Like, and you open that one. And you, yep. You open you, one for yeah. the next spot to be yep. filled. And that's what's real right there. That's, yep. what people, that's the reality that people don't understand. When you snooze, you lose. Yep. That's a real thing. And it really That's is, a real thing. And a, I mean, it yeah. is really Five minutes might feel good when you hit the button, but goddamn, right. they hurt later. You, right. it, 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 and it is. Is a, it is a balance because it's a struggle. It's a real struggle trying to, like, just... Like, do for others. Like, it's it's hard, especially when, like, it's not appreciated or when you think you're not doing enough, when you think you're doing too much. And then other people telling you, like, you don't have to, you pulled in so many different directions and then you trying to figure out you. The best thing I did was take time for myself. Mm-hmm. That was the best, when I tell you the best thing I ever did in life, like, not, not doing production, not making money, not... Being a part of, like, none of that, none of that matter because that's going to happen for me regardless. Mm -hmm. That's going to happen. As long as I'm working towards it, it's Mm going to happen. Mm -hmm. The best thing I did was take time for myself. And I remember somebody told me before, like, don't check out like that. Don't, like, and I I was like, dang, man, I kind of, like, feel like I quit. This was a while back, a long time ago. And I always felt like I can't, like, just, I can't stop. I can't. Like, I can't take a break. Like, I can't just sit out for a little while. That is not real. It's not true. If you don't take time for yourself, like, you're doing yourself an injustice. Mm-hmm. Like, you really, and you're doing everybody a disservice. You have to take time for yourself. Mm-hmm. If that means you gotta, yeah, you gotta, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, um, you all right? You all right? I'm just a little under the All right. Dang. Poor baby. Um... 
Yeah, you have to, man. You you really have to like take mm. care of yourself. My son almost died just now. I don't know what the fuck just happened. It probably almost... was cough. Like he was it's trying to stop himself from coughing. Yeah, but meaning like it's saying still doing whatever. That's just but, saying like you're still doing your job as far as it's like you know. Yeah, you really so, do. You have to take care of yourself. No, I swear I'm not. No, I'm, I don't throw no shots. You, if I got you, something to say, I'm gonna say it. But I'm just pointing the fact that you still here as far as you not you, you know, you're not feeling good. Uh, but I'm not even. I'm not even talking about that. Who that? Yeah. Lolito. It's gonna be like a five-hour episode. Pull up. We're not going. Back. Nah, it's seven thirty. So yeah, we going well, right back. It's seven thirty. Come on, we. Metros. Can we end this? I know. I'm waiting on you. Seven thirty. And it's seven thirty. Rolling. Uh, what other four people winning? I'm sick of this shit. Tell them, uh, don't fucking come back neither. Now nah, it's just back fucking back. two. Go find out who they is so we can unfollow them in real life. How do you find out? I don't know. Did they comment? If they comment, it ain't none no more. Fuck them. Twice. Don't do that. <laughs> we don't have to. We could, though. We definitely should. You waved. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... She my number one. I don't know nothing. Um, we kind of went a different couple of different places. We, 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 we went to the Catholic Church. We went to UFO sightings. Gang, gang, gang. And a black Catholic church. I wasn't raised Catholic, though. I was raised Baptist. Gang, gang. New Testament Baptist Church. No, I wasn't raised Catholic. You got Christian. I was raised Baptist. I was raised Baptist. This is the day. We danced out in the Catholic Church. He went all the way through catechism. I did. I don't. I, I remember going to I, church, Catholic church, but I, I definitely was in the Sunday choir, Bible study, seven o'clock in the morning, huh? singing, praising the Lord, as you should, always. Amen. Amen. You know. Oh. And all right, but how are we furthering this uh, whole movement in New Orleans? Can we just finish that up? So, so that all right. So, I'm going to say it like this. It from real, from my real, perspective, all, all I got is from my perspective. Um, We're going to create the platform. I mean, we, we've created the platform. We're going to have the conversations. We're going to just push the envelope. Um, I'm all about being genuine. I'm not really good. I'm an awkward motherfucker. If it's not some genuine shit, I can't really fuck with it. If it's not, if it's not real... It, if it ain't real, it ain't me. Mm. If, it ain't real, if I ain't told my still, I might get killed in these streets. If you're from the you N.O., know, you know what I'm talking about. I know that song. Look, send me to jail. I post bail. You're not from uptown. I'm going it out. I'm not from uptown either. <laughs> you're not from uptown. I, I'm just, I'm just, if I'm going to be realistic. <laughs> you ain't used to be a Rockefeller. Huh? I'm from the night world. Check it. Four plus five. And what do you I'm get? I'm from the fifth floor. You... Man, man. Yep. alright no seriously and then but sometimes we, we created the platform yes the platform has been created already genuine it's here and, and moving forward. but you know what too also everybody just not genuine and you can't pull it out of them you can't you can't get it out of them you can't, you can't put it one. you can't put it in them some people just some people are just not genuine people true. period but true. also you have to learn how to still be you and maneuver in those spaces where people aren't the most genuine people. It's also a space that you still you still have to be you because it's still something that you need to get out of it or something you need to place in it. 
So I think we, like, we don't do certain stuff sometimes or we don't fool with certain situations or be a part of certain groups because we just feel like, man, they fake or I don't want to go to this event because everybody, like, you can't worry about all of that. You got to worry about you. Like, you have to worry about you and what you going up for, what you getting out of it, what you bringing to it because it's something, is like, you a vessel. Like, that's what you are on earth. Like, you are a vessel and it's a reason that you do what you do. So, some stuff we do is not going to be with the most genuine people. It's not. Jay, what was the, the letter our auntie Annette wrote? Uh, what was that was... piece that, like, the part where she talked about? Um, Yo, where your blessing come fi- from? Yeah. Well, yeah, basically, yeah. our auntie who passed away right before the hurricane, she wrote a letter years ago, way before, like, probably when she was, you know, younger. And she was just talking about financial freedom. Um, manifest manifestation through God, but all, it was all spiritual. Like nothing she said was just about her. It was nothing just, oh, I'm doing. It was like saying how financial freedom really is our, like, like literally we have to get, we got to get money. Like it's not oh, yeah. a game. This like, you is know, like in the 1990s. Like you have to, this. right. It's like, it's no option. No, ain't, it's not okay to be broke. That's what she was saying. It's not okay to be broke. And then from really, and then from a spiritual aspect, she said, when you, have when you have things you I mean when you get into certain positions you have to give back you have to it's not a it's not even a question you have to give back you have to do for others and you have to seek God in everything you're doing and and it's gonna multiply and she was also saying that don't be afraid to your blessing might come through a quote-unquote sinner your blessing might come through a drug dealer your blessing might come from a homeless person don't you don't never don't you don't know how your blessing gonna come so you got to be careful of how you treat everybody. And she just was talking about how we have to really, man, how we got to do better. Like, we have to do better as with our money, with our mind, with our with our space. We have to be selective. That's why- We got to control what we consume. We have to control what we consume, for real. And it's like, it's it's not a game with this. I'm not okay with being broke. I'm not okay. At all. Baby, at all. I'm, I'm not. At all. I'm not cool. So I'm going to scrub these toilets. I'm going to mop these floors. I'm going to do everything I got to do. At all. Definitely and I'm gonna, not okay for real, with being broke. Until I get- Till I get the bag. What up, bag? What up, bag? <laughs> and <laughs> and it is it's gonna be a hot girl. So it is, but oh, you, that's no, how it, it have to be, you know. And I'm just gonna keep it. Um, that's how it's it gotta for real. All while praising the Lord, okay? <laughs> thank, it's you. Like you, thank you, thank you, you thank like you. you. The floor done fell out. The floor literally fell, fell, fell on the ground. But I'm just, just yeah. all while praising the Lord. No, because you know what's crazy? First lady. When, when, I, like, when I got into the industry, it wasn't to make money. First lady? What am First I missing? First lady in the building. In the building. it. wasn't it wasn't to make money, I but then when I saw all the money that could be made, like it really because you think of how you want to live like i don't want to live broke i don't and it's i'm not trying to live to stunt but i'm also i like i like diamonds i really love diamonds well i don't i don't really know too much about diamonds i like the i i like (laughs) oh hold up wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute t watching right now man what you mean how you choose to live how i want to live 
All I'm saying and, is, and I don't think, and I don't think. First of all, we wasn't broke when we started out. Like that's our history. See, Africans were broke. Dancing, like we dog. always had fine, we always had fine linens and alligator shoes and oil, like baby. always and oil. <laughs> always. <laughs> so that's how I'm trying to live the rest but, of my life. But I will be thrilled to be honest all the way, and I'm going. I'm, I'm gonna be honest all the way. No matter what, I'm gonna say, and I'm gonna say. Your because you catering to her live audience. All right, no, no matter what you call God, you know what I'm saying. Please know that you only have the power to manifest anything because of that of that God. You can't make the sun rise and you can't make it go down. Exactly. So I want this whole little new trend of. Manifestation I and I spoke it and I wrong. believed yes, it the, and so it you came. You are the best. You know what I'm saying? You you obviously you know you got we made right. in his image, right? right? We made in God's right. image. Let me stop saying his. You were made in the being's image because God is a being. Let but me say that. but you know what? And and to further hmm. what you're saying, something had to be placed inside of you first, right? right Before right, you right, could right, even right, have right. this thought or this vision or like you think you just seeing. How you, what you could become and how you are. You think you just seeing this out of no, because you just created this thought in your Like, you didn't create that. Like, God put something in you. He gave you a talent. He gave you gifts. He gave you eyes to see other things. So, believe me, you've seen this before. Like, you've seen it in other people. And he put it in you. He put that in you. So, you're able to envision things and see things in your mind. You're able to go to sleep and dream and see things in your sleep. Like, you able to see that because of him. So when you manifest and stuff, you didn't just think of this. It didn't just fall into your mind out of thin air. Like, no, you manifested it because he put it in you first. And then once you see it and you start to believe it and you start to work towards it and you start to write it down, yeah, you bringing it into existence. But it got placed there first by him. It didn't come from you. Like, it did not just come go. from you. There you go. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And so, and like, how y'all, hey. <laughs> Found everybody, Bruh. but um, but it's a lot of people that's texting me right now. It's a beautiful. This is a beautiful. I'm just saying, but this is a beautiful. Riding bike. Riding but this is a beautiful podcast. There's the food it was great. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah, yeah. The family meal podcast. The family meal pie. Me too. Desmond. Yeah, they call me Chef Jay's. Super. Uh, Chef. You ain't had no. Ooh. Ooh. Chef Soup. Chef Soup. Chef Soup. Chef Super with the pot. Yeah, I'll be, you know. Chester, if you, you ain't um, taste it when it's hot. Are you are you available for the lady? We don't care if you like it or not. Are, like, <laughs> are, like, are you available for single? Oh, we're not going to do Everything I do is a pop. So listen, ladies. I'm a don't be afraid on to track. slide in your DM, okay? <laughs> don't be afraid no. to slide in that DM. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Be alert. I'm about to tell you, I don't even know. We're making matches now. Get the fuck out of here. Be afraid to slide in them to you. Never no, mind. Man, don't do that. On a serious note. On a serious note. On a serious note. Like alert. I said hold once on, before. Hold on, excuse me. You know what? Not mine. Don't float. Don't, don't slide in it. Don't slide in it. No, I, I feel a lot for real. We out. I feel a clamp. We coming. out. So don't, we don't out. slide in it. We out. We out. We out. This has been. Believe it where it's This has been. I'm so just look, man, I'm gonna tell you like this. this. Look, you cannot be a foundation if you crumbling. Um, we know that like a yeah. motherfucker, you feel me? You um, and with that being said, if you listen to the podcast, I want to say I appreciate you and I want you to hold your head up, stay strong, and you are the future. Holla at you.
boy. Wait. We got Christian Myers. And your girl. We got Jay Myers. It's your girl, Christian Myers, in the building. You heard me. Shout out to my dog Jace. You there? He right here behind us. My dog Jace. Right there. Jace, uh, what's up? Screen, Where you at? Though. Where you at, bro? Here, but he physically on the screen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He watching your shit too. Wait, how he watching? Big love, Jace. Niggas, boy, I tell you, niggas, light skin niggas. No, big love, Jace. You can't flirt. You can't say that because the, the Jace podcast too. Jace, he didn't. You can't be like respect and love, love. respect, oh, respect, yeah. respect and love to the whole city of New Orleans. Straight like that. And Shout out to everybody that came through for Essence. We gonna continue this movement. We gonna continue this empire. It's the movement that's moving. We gonna continue everything that we building over no here cookie. on this side. Yeah, it's, empire. it's no like that. into the gatekeepers. Like I hope y'all keys right. <laughs> I hope y'all keys right <laughs> because. I thought you jumped out the window just now. I ain't lying. I thought you jumped clean out the fucking 19th floor window with no parachute. To the gatekeeper. Yeah, I like the gate. I people. hope y'all keys right. The gate. The gate. Yeah, I know some cool gay people. No, for real, for real, for real. No, the way the we, no, the real, the real thing is like open the if you have access, if you are a resource, like stop sitting on your hands. Like mm-hmm. Allow people to walk through these doors with you. Pull people up. Lift people up. Like, start, we start going into action. Like, we don't want to hear no more talking tree. about, yeah, I support you. Yeah, I'm going to come here. I'm going to go into action. Do things that's really going to help move people forward. Don't hmm. talk about it. You got to be about it. Be about it. Be about it. Be about it. Fit forward. Bang, bang. If you yep. Hi, go. Dang it. I forgot. Don't worry about it. But I'm out. Myers. Culture Christian. You're... He's doing it for what? For the culture. For the culture. like that. Like I said, it's the Family Mill Podcast, man. Uh, y'all be cool. Hold your head ups and all that stuff I usually say, man. Y'all, Love y'all. y'all. Let's do it. This is-